the work let me pick uh, the week that I wanted to go back. And yeah, I got to pick the, I could either pick maybe the weekend of Sydney GT or Bendigo. And I decided to go with the SA crew and I went to Bendigo Bush Bash. So representing, I know you wanted one of these like little stubby holders, Andrew. So I got my Bendigo Bush Bash stubby holder right here. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. You call you call that a stubby holder? I don't know what else would you call it. It holds yeah, stubbies. So for those twice. of you those of you looking for a translation, that's a can koozie here. That's I've never heard that. Yes, you pretty have. sure everywhere in the world calls it stubbies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um I I realized I had my mic muted because I was setting up a new scene, so I apologize for that. Uh <laughs> You just missed one. Start of... over? No, no, I don't think we do. No. We we uh, fuck it. We do it live. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you just missed a brilliant segue from talking about murder to talking about Age of Sigmar. Uh, the the connection made was was chopping up the uh, the bodies and putting them in the barrels is like what they did for the battle tome for Cities of Sigmar. Is they just chopped up all the all the cities and tossed them in this tome. Um, but so how was how was your tournament? How did that go? Okay, so. Oh man, the guys down there in Bendigo, they don't mess around. The meta armies were ridiculous. I think we had about 30% Skaven going up there. Um, oh, like, yeah, there's a lot of really good players in Australia. And like, I said it like, because I went back to CanCon earlier this year, and I also went back to South Australia GT. And when people said like, what's the difference between the American scene and the Australian scene? And I would say there's just more competitive players. It's not that their competitive players are better than ours or ours are better than theirs they're like the same it's just the higher ratio like i would say at a midwest event probably you got like about 40 percent of people are going for soft scores like they're just hobby and sports focused and they don't they're like we'll have fun we don't care uh but i would say it's probably like close to 50 percent are like actually going to win in the events up there so there's so a lot of you... top lists oh, is there ahead. as much is there as much hobby would you say um the I would say the hobby is as good as it is down up here, but here we've got more people competing for it. So you may have a big event like CanCon, there'll be like 100, uh, you know, uh, well, almost 200 people there. There's probably only like 20 that are actually showing up to compete for hobby, when probably at Adapticon we may be having like 50 that are showing up for competing hobby. And do they do sports in the same manner as us? Yeah, that's pretty much the same, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right on, right on. How'd you do? How'd you? Is it? Um, I got three and two. I probably don't deserve three and two. Um, <laughs> what were you on? What was your list? Uh, so I was uh, just the triple horn dragons for Order Draconis. Okay. Okay. So yeah, took my high elves down there. You know, it was the last day because, like, technically, I don't know, all the elves are gone and cities is out the day of the tournament. But yeah. So, so you full alpha strike? Yeah. Yeah, full alpha dragons, right on. Um. Any any highlight from the tournament that you want? Oh, it's just Pete Atkinson. He is pretty much like everyone says the nicest man in Warhammer, and he he's pretty good. Like I don't know if you had to imagine if you could put him and like Kenny Lowe on a team together, that would be the most fun in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, I I don't. So I I just want to frame this. Uh, this this episode of Rantcast for everybody watching, we're not so much going to do a deep dive on the on the tomes as we are just kind of. Oh, it's Odin! Portal on camera. I got yelled at. I got yelled at last time. So yeah, he exists. He wants was, his bone back though. The, right. Andrew, if I if I follow you, does that mean that Odin gets food? 
<laughs> yeah, if you throw me that. if you throw me a follow, then yeah, Bryce will unbelievable. unbelievable. Thank you so much for that follow there. <laughs> so I now you got to feed the corgi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are the rules. I don't make them. I just enforce them. <laughs> um, no, so I, I just want to I want to frame this real quick uh, for tonight's rant cast. It's not so much going to be a deep dive into the battle tome. Uh, you can watch all the cool kids for that. I know Vince just did his his deep dive last night. Uh, Doom's got one. Like everyone's got a deep dive on the tome. What I really am interested in is is actually your specific perspectives on the tome. I know Bryce, you you just got your book fresh hot off the presses, um, but I just I know that you know from my personal experience, my my first time playing you, Christian, you were on actual Phoenix Temple. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been playing that for a lot. Um, I don't know, like how many tournament? I probably have had more than a hundred tournament games with Straight Phoenix Temple over yeah. the last two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were on Straight Phoenix Temple. I I know that um, you weren't doing the mixed order thing, like legit Phoenix Temple, which was like actually super cool to sh see because around the time I encountered you, it was like fresh off of people being very mad at Phoenix Temple <laughs> mixed order, right? Um, and and so like it was really cool to see like no here's here's legit and. And Bryce, you've got a fantastic sort of elf cast army. Uh, you've got like a lot of, you've got a very like a, a big fondness for for some of those older kits and stuff too. So I'm really interested to know sort of your plans going forward and what really stood out to you uh, in the book. So is there just uh, in natural rant cast fashion? What is just the hot topic? Just this is the button. This is the the thing I saw and I immediately latched onto. Uh, and I'm just going to go on to uh, Christian. I've got you on the left there. So, Okay. Um, I feel like the, the, the first topic has got to be, I don't know. Um, I want to just talk about Wild Riders. I just love how good Wild Riders are. <laughs> Wild Riders have been so shit for so long. And finally, you can actually play some. Actually, I didn't even play them in 8th. So I know people say they were good in 8th. But I played them in 7th where you'd run like your 10 Wild Riders into you know, like a war machine, and the cannon crew would beat the shit out of your five wild riders. That's how bad they were in combat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then, like, I did the same. Like, the first Adepticon of AOS, like, I took wild riders in my list, and, yeah, they I charged it to a hell cannon, and they just integrated on the hell cannon. So. <laughs> it was even sadder, because mine were, like, really nicely converted as well, so I was, like, so sad to sort of have to put them on the shelf. And, yeah, but the new ones, they're great. They're like eels. Um, and that's fantastic. Yeah. And they were a unit that like you could not play prior to this. Like they Three. were absolutely yeah. Like yeah. even if you love them, you're like, mm, I think I shouldn't take that. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's yeah. like Cygors in Beast of Chaos. I'm like, man, this thing is awesome. I simply can't take it. It's just not not there. Um so I mean I've got the war scroll up now, two wounds a pop, uh five up save, twelve inch move. Twelve inches is fast. Uh you forget how fast twelve inches is. Um, I mean, go play Fire Slayers for a couple of months and you will love anything. <laughs> Five and up is great. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. So, uh, plus one attack characteristic on leader, leader man. Uh, one to bravery characteristic for the uh, for the standard bearer. And uh, add one to run and charge rolls uh, for the Hornblower. So, not too bad. So, um, you would, you've just played Deepkin, right, Bryce? So, you know all about how terrible six bravery is on Oh, eels. yeah, yeah. Like, that look on your face when, like, one eel dies and then two <laughs> eels run away and you're just yeah. ready to, like, or break down a cry. Feck and it all, they just die. Like, they scream yeah. at them and you're, oh. you don't even know what happened. <laughs> uh, I didn't play them in the Feck days, so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I look at that and I'm just like, as an ex-Deepkin player, I look at uh, Wild Riders and I'm just like, wow, like I would just, I just love the bravery, you know? Yeah. Like, you can 10 attacks at Ren 2, damage 2 instead of 6, and you're also getting like plus 3 bravery, like that's amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. off the charge, this is pretty crazy. So are you running these, uh, uh, so, so how are you wanting to run them? What's your, you, you don't need to spoil any top secret technology. Oh. <laughs> But, I haven't I haven't worked out the list. Like if I was Tom Lyons, I would have the list ready to tell you right now. But, <laughs> so, but the way I want to run them Tom. is, yeah, I want to I run run Phoenicium. So for, because the thing about them is they're a five up armor. They're going to die as soon as they charge something. But letting them attack again after they die is amazing. So basically, and... Phoenix Temple again. <laughs> Phoenicium is what Phoenix Temple became. Well, like, you know, instead, there won't be any... You don't have to run it in Phoenix Temple. I just think that's the best place to run them, is where they get to fight after they die. So... Yeah, yeah. so you're getting that double that double run to damage to punch yeah. out of them. Gonna... And, you know, it makes your opponent just make some tough choices, because at that point, you're just like, do I even want to, like, you know, fight this unit of 10 Wild Riders, because then I know I'm getting another... 21 attacks at like Ren 2 damage 2 into me. Right, right. It's it's you're you're forcing the opponent to make to kind of have to make two bad decisions, right? And yeah. that's that's always I, I find in Age of Sigmar that's one of the best positions to be at in this game. So this is this is like the Wild Riders. This is the thing you're super hyped about. Oh, one of the things. It's just like they're one of the units we, I've we wanted can, for a long time. But we, yeah, we can come back to it. Uh, do, have you already ordered the box for Mini Stop? Are they in? The oh. <laughs> No, I, so my credit card reward points just gave me a ton of Amazon points, and I just impulse bought six boxes of Wild Riders, like, <laughs> no, but it was even before the book came out, I wasn't even sure they were going to be good. Uh, my yeah. only reason for doing it was that I know that Domus loves them, and I'm just like, Domus is a playtester, he's not going to let them be trash, he's going to make sure they're alright, I know he said he has 90, so he's got to make them be at least playable. Right, yeah, right. and his, his city clearly won this book right i, yeah. I mean it's it's pretty damn good yeah. <laughs> living city is really really strong i think i think it's the the cheat one of the cheekier cities in the in the book um so bryce we and we can alternate back and forth bryce what's your like boom this is the unit what what's the one that really jumped off the page for you well mine is more so the flamespire phoenix okay. i i don't think that it's great but i just have always loved it and now i can run four of them and it's weird. It's the first time I think that I've seen them change the D6 to a, a flat number because it's five wounds now at that full mm. and then four, three, two. So it makes it more reliable and not as bad of a feeling when you roll one and then it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. But, um, and it's cheaper. So it finally makes sense to play it and you get that four up, it comes back. So it's like, this is now something that I want to do all so the time. So you're Price. just going to run four Phoenixes? I, like, four, four Phoenix meta incoming? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I have eight of them, so... <laughs> so are you going to run them at Holy Havoc? Because Holy Havoc is a tournament with extra rerolls that you get for charity. So that four-up suddenly becomes a rerollable four-up. See, I have this crazy plan for Holy Wars that might make it, you know? So <laughs> we'll hope that that happens. But it's always a good backup when you just have a box full of Phoenixes, so... And they're they're painted and ready to go, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're, I've I've eight painted phoenixes, so that's <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, I do you have another unit you want to talk about, Christian? 
Oh, like another I winner of the uh, winner from what, the book. Well, I feel like the biggest winner is the Shadow Warrior. Everyone yeah, just can't steal Shadow mine like that. <laughs> everywhere there is, I can't. I basically think that's going to be like at least one, probably two units of Shadow Warriors in every. Yeah, you every have city. to. Right? I mean, yeah, they're like, just so good. Yeah. And like, I feel like if they weren't that good, though, you can ally in Daughters of Cain, and people would still be taking Harpy. Mm. So. Uh, like these guys just do harpies. Well, harpies, uh, they went up to 90. I think they were 80. They went up to 90 or 100 in the last GHP. I don't know. But uh, yeah, for 110, and these guys are 10 bodies on an objective instead exactly. of five. Exactly. Like they're just they're just better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're so good, and they deserve to be so good because the models are great. And I bought 70 of them before I looked so at the Are you building scroll. all 70 as Shadow Warriors now? Is that. Um, we're committed. Oh no, I think I'm going thirty Shadow Warriors and forty sisters. Wow. Yeah. So you're in on the sisters too. Oh I know, they're fun, yeah. I think I might actually I might proxy the sisters and just see if they're good first before I hundred percent go they're in. They're expensive. On them. I mm. I think they're Shadow Warriors are definitely the winner. I mean yeah. that that was my hands yeah. down. This is this is the the absolute home yeah. run of yeah. the book. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, I don't know. Tell me if I don't know how many lists you've been writing, Bryce. But the amount of times that I just put in two units of Shadow Warriors, and then I'm Every like, why don't, I, why don't I just make my general, um, you know, an assassin, and then suddenly they're my battle line. Exactly. And like half my lists, I end up with Shadow Warrior general. It's like an eighty point tax to have them as battle line. It's like, and sure. it's worth it because if they were one hundred and forty points, I would still take. Yeah, and he's a hero that you can just drop on with them because yeah. he just comes out of the unit. So there's your free hero, and then like you can pick the unit to protect him. So like it's all it's like why wouldn't you? That's like the core yeah. of every. List. The only reason is if you've got some like amazingly good command trade that you want to get out of something else. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Is there really any? I felt like the command traits were kind of like okay, but not great. Yeah, well, there's some. Like, I've definitely looked at things like, uh, like the Living City, make your Phoenix a caster, so he doesn't have to. You don't have to pay the tax of giving him the extra armor. He can just do it himself. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the Anvil Guard spells too a lot. So I like oh. the to cast all three. Have the option wow. there. I don't think I've even looked at the Anvil Guard spells. Oh, there's the <laughs> there's the eight up cast, and you ignore their their save becomes dash. Oh, okay, yeah. That's that's so pretty like, great. It's a really good spell. I mean, it's eight, which is tough, but I mean, that's to to change a two up save to a dash. Yeah, I'll take that all day. So well, Andrew, we're gonna, have you got a unit for us. Have I got a unit? I have a I have a loser of the book. Mm-hmm. Mm, this is good. I like this. Executioners. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm so sad. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! All I wanted for them to do. So, unmodified hit roll, that's what we got. But now it's one mortal instead of two? <sighs> yep. 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 Broke my heart. Broke my damn heart. <sighs> <I'm> like... <laughs> Rip executioners. Yeah. Uh, Bryce, how many executioners do you own? Uh, I actually only own 30 of them. Okay. How many uh, other elves with two-handed swords that counts as executioners do you own? <laughs> Uh, so I counted that once and I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but I, are you guys familiar with Chuck Moore and how many, uh, metal daughters he has? (laughs) I have more sword masters than that. (laughs) See, I, I do think, um, uh, Blackguard are pretty, they're just a, a solid, like, 
so the, they're 30 points different, right? That's mm-hmm. right. See, I'm not, I don't know. No, I, I, I think they're, they're clearly better. Yes. But okay. are they, are they that much better that you would ignore executioners them? ever again? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, I look at this and I just, to me, I'm just like, okay, so these are the grave guard. All right, let's go. That I mean, just I mean maybe fight. a meta comes back that's really high on armor because you know we had the like the staunch casts around and stuff like that, and there's definitely a place for that. For the, the, the going crit fishing for the sixes, right over the, yeah. the rend one, I suppose I could see it. Um, <laughs> sky cutter all the high elves are gone. Yeah, that is true. The high elves for two people that well, there's Phoenix Guard, so they're not all gone. <laughs> well, but... Phoenix Guard are pretty solid. Um, no, like I mean, the Phoenix Guard got they got they gave, they handed them rend and just like have three, rend. yeah so and, Fe- yeah yeah Phoenix Guard got pretty sweet um, Swordmasters are still basically Swordmasters though right and they're not in here they're anymore, not they? they're not they're, in not, the in, they're not in here anymore yeah. although one thing I feel like which I don't hear everyone just looks at them and goes rend nothing else changed on that war scroll but the idea that the command ability has changed only lasts for a phase now instead of lasting until your next hero phase. Like, one CP used to give me re-rolls on a unit of 30 Phoenix Guard. Well, uh, yeah, for three turns, would I let them take a double on me afterwards? Uh, now that's going to cost me three CP. So suddenly, yeah. I feel like the Rend is probably only e- like evening out the damage output that I got from re-rolled a wound for two extra turns. I, so I were, you, Go ahead. were you surprised that they didn't give a second command ability? Like, the guy on foot, something different? I, was, I felt like that was going to happen. Because, like... No one's playing the anointed on foot. Like, I really wanted him to be like a priest or something and have yeah. some little like it's prayer like... of ice or prayer of fire or something. And just, yeah, like, I just want him to play different because I look at him and I'm just like, okay, cool. We've got minor tweaks to like the rangers being holy within and how long command abilities last, minor tweaks to you know the armor buff on the phoenix, but everything else just plays the same. I'm still running a phoenix temple army that walks up to you and it takes seven turns to kill, and that's all it does. Yeah, but a Phoenix Temple army with Life Swarm now, like, mm. you give me six Phoenix Guard back. Oh, yeah. I, I've <laughs> ran it even before this book I was running, uh, yeah, Life Swarm Phoenix Guard. Well, it's better <laughs> now for you, because, oh, the, okay, generic, yeah. because the generic um, uh, the generic uh, city's trait, where it's just always in its realm, so you're always getting a little yeah, bit. It's always D6. So how it's does it D6. work? Is it always D6 yeah. if we cast it? So yes. what happens if your opponent uses it on themselves? So they take control in between turns. Do they heal D3 or D6? You know, that's an interesting question. Let's look. Because for something like the Purple Sun of Shayish, where it just moves further, you know, it's obvious that you're just going to, you know, move it further, right? When you cast it. But... Alright, the chat is saying that it's buffed because whoever cast it has got the buff. Yep, they are correct. Yeah, Yeah. so everyone who uses it... You've got so many smart people in your chat, Andrew. I know. It's really, I mean, except for Tristan, but that's oh, it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah well, how a... was that going between your, um, you know, you guys were rivals for viewer numbers on well, YouTube episodes? I, you know, I haven't checked back in because I've been so busy just getting everything on, on the various podcast platforms, but I believe viewer numbers, Tristan leads, but subscribers, Bryce still leads. So, yeah, and that's really what matters, right? He's always going to lead because he always has he always has an extra week. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's not that doesn't mean anything. It's subscribers, and I won. Yeah. Justin, sorry, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I agree. Runtime and subscribers. 
<laughs> but uh, speaking of, I'm, I'm actually going to have you both back on to talk about your escalation league, uh, your international escalation Ooh, league. Yeah. So it'll which we'll is it. insane. We talked about it last time, but we have 55 members in it currently, which just blows my mind. And yeah. Like, I'm yeah. So so thankful to every person that's joined and i think everyone in chat is in it <laughs> yeah, so. when is when is our first like milestone due date for that because i have ase- did, half assembled like nine join? models did you join um you? i don't know i said i'd join on twitter but then i did nothing else. okay so <laughs> you need to join i'll send you the link again and then the general has to be finished by the end of the month with oh, your yeah, okay. with your narrative and yeah. then 500 points is november so no, i'm the worst at writing narratives that's why we're uh we're growing everyone in different ways yeah. yeah, so I mean, and and that's a you know we're on a rabbit hole here, but we were talking with Ty how like the various modes of this game aren't mutually exclusive. You know how you enjoy the game isn't you know okay. Like so, I do have my competitive streak, but that's not the only way I enjoy the game. I enjoy it in different different capacities, and I think that's what's kind of neat about the Escalation League is you give people an opportunity to explore other avenues of the game that they've maybe been missing out on, and that yeah that can be enriching. And I think um, part of it too is like sharing the experience because it, like we're all different in what we like, but we're all good in certain areas, and we can kind of help to guide and make you feel comfortable in trying. Yeah, I, I think uh, is a big thing. Yeah, see, I'm an English lit major, so I can really help you guys write stories, or at the very least, tell you you're all terrible at writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love if that you bring them on for that. Uh, you know, the Escalation League. If you actually do a review on narratives and you read people's narratives oh, out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. I could do like a I could do a your band sucks from something awful if you remember. Like, <laughs> they they had your band sucks and like it was just like every week uh, this 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 guy would get up there and just like make fun of whatever band was submitted uh, for the week and just like just go on these long form just trash talk like roasts essentially of people's bands. And uh, I remember Tool came up one time, and the roast for Tool was, your songs are too long. And that was the, so like, it was great. It was, it was awesome. But yeah, I could do that. I could totally just like roast people's uh, stories. I'll be like, your, your story is bad, and you should feel bad. Ugh, what is yeah, this? That'll help, help us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, <laughs> like, I'll award, uh, I'll award tournament points, you know, for the Escalation yeah. League based on how great your story is. And uh, it will go negative if your story sucks too much. <laughs> you'll lose points <laughs> and end up with like this whole league full of just like you know amateur book writers that don't care about uh yeah warhammer at all yeah they'll, they'll like we'll, we'll start a we'll start an escalation anthology series like just all of the writers from from the the thing writing their fanfic uh mine will be about bone chad's glorious cod piece and his quest to like t- get people to pay their taxes um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Escalation League. Um, I guess I just Bryce. I kind of already went over a little bit like your origins when we did when when I had you on the last time. So so Christian, you're just like you're one of those people who's like the elf guy when it comes. You know when I think of what that's that's not fair. That's not we fair. are we are elf guys. Well, I I I was gonna. He's not the elf guy. I was gonna. We're, we're both. Well, this is the elf. Both episode. elf guys. Yeah, you're both elf guys. You're both elf guys. So, I guess uh, I, I was gonna give you an opportunity too, Bryce. But like, what what makes you the elf guys, Christian? What was it? Why is it the you know the haughty? I I think that there is a slight psychology to people who are faction loyal. Not not necessarily like. You know, it's fine to like 
have a favorite army and then it changes and so on and so forth. But there are people who are diehard about their faction always. You know, I always talk about how orc players are orc players. They're just, they always are. Uh, but you are the elf guys. So how, where does that come from, Christian, in your case? And then Bryce, I'll, All right. know, same question, um, Honestly, it's not so much the elves as much as it's uh, the monsters and stuff. Like, I've always, like, the thing I love painting most is dragons and griffins and just all shit like that and elves always had the coolest monsters so you go back to old fantasy and you know you saw those guys like uh you know prince imbrick on his dragon and you were like oh my god i want to paint that and you know you'd also see like you know, the warhawk riders going around on their little birds and stuff and it was so much cooler than the boring horses that everyone else had and i just wanted <laughs> to paint animals and monsters and stuff like that and elves had the cool one so that I mean that it was just that simple. You're just like these are the sweet these are where the sweet dragons are. So I'm gonna go play the army that has the sweet dragons. Yeah. But then after I played it a while, like I realized that moving fast was really good, and I like moving fast. <laughs> He's gotta go fast, <laughs> Sanic. Yeah, and yeah. you know, <laughs> shooting stuff's good as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, yeah. So they, they they it was like you, kind of like you fell in love with this aspect of it, but then as you explored the factions and that what, what is traditionally elfy things like they have they have shooting, they tend to be fast. Uh, and they usually have, like, actually, like, pretty solid sword fighters, too, like melee. They just, they're, you know, the classical, sort of like classical elite army, right? Um, yeah. Elite army with all the tools. Yeah, so, like, originally, like, everyone starts, they're, like, they're a teenager, and they collect, and I collected my wood elves, and that went away. And then, like, back in university, you finally have money, and you're like, I've got money and time, I'm gonna play again. But then I came back and did ogres. And I very quickly dropped my ogres to go back to elves, because <laughs> I love how elves, you can build lots of different armies. Like, you can build the combat arm, build the offense, the defense, the magic, the shooting, whatever you want. And I, I've got all of it uh, when Ogres just didn't let me do that sort of thing. Yeah, I, just real quick, I want to acknowledge something Frank said here. Uh, so Frank plays uh, Death and Corn. Uh, shooting is sorcery if you're a Death player. You're just like, <laughs> it's fucking, you don't... I, I am not prepared to have a catapult in my army, so naturally it's just going to have the worst War Scroll. So I don't need to take it uh, when, when Bone Reapers come out. Um... Yeah, so, I, I mean, I guess, Christian, I don't... You got in about, like, middle school, high school then, is when you jumped into Warhammer, right? Which would Yeah, been... we don't do middle school in Australia, so yeah, high school. High school starts at year eight in Australia. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I okay. don't know what your numbers are. Here's some... Yeah, it's, uh, what, sixth grade is middle... Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade are middle school, mm -hmm. and then ninth is yeah. high school. So, um, and some, some schools are weird. They do, they do fifth as middle school, or sixth as elementary school, depending on how small the town are and, uh, towns are and stuff. Um, no, so, so you jumped in on high school, basically started with the elves, uh, came back to them. When did you get into AOS then? Were, were you always okay. there? You just stuck through the whole thing? Very, no, so, um, so I've moved around a lot. So like a lot of people probably know me already from being, you know, on Twitter and in the community tournaments and shit. So like, uh, I've moved around. So I've lived in, I start, I grew up in Adelaide, Australia. But I've lived in Sydney, I've lived in Auckland, New Zealand, I've lived in Malmo, Sweden, I've lived in Canada for a while, and now I'm living here in Chicago. And back in a, like, 7th edition fantasy, uh, when I was living in Sydney, um, I, yeah, just some mates were like, oh yeah, let's play Warhammer. So, yep, started doing that. The store we happened to start playing in was where all of the best tournament players in uh, Sydney used to play. So, because of that, they started convincing us to go to all the tournaments and yeah. yeah so because of that 
I became a tournament player. And then whenever I've moved to a different country, it just seemed like the best way to just make friends when you don't know anyone there. Because you go to a tournament and you have like 20 new friends by the time it's over. Yeah, I actually have a, have a small story about that. And um, I know you're kind of like the, the content creators, like, darling. You know, like you, you don't make content yourself. And you're just like, all, like, but all the content creators know who you are. And then like, so I went to, um, you know, Gen Con, I met Kyle and then Kyle was talking about how like, he's like the cold, the cold caller who like calls, you know, to like try to make the sale. And then when he can't close the sale, he's like, Oh, let me t get my manager. And then like passes the phone off to you. And that was basically when I met, I met you at Dragonfall and you like walked up to me and I thought you knew me because of, uh, Haywa. And it was like, no, no, no. You actually like had been, you know active on on twitter and stuff so like for a little bit there like you know you walk up and like super nice and you're like oh hey and, and you know it just finding those connections at tournaments has been a a big part of i mean that's practically all my friends these days too because i live on an island but it, it's just like the tournament and and uh and and twitter crowd and stuff so um, yeah i hear people make comments like it's hard to make friends over 30 and i'm just like well you don't go to tournaments because <laughs> <really> <laughs> And then we've got another, essentially, uh, speaking of community darlings, Bryce is the is the person I would adopt within the community, you know, the <laughs> kill, Mary adopt. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so Bryce, how, elves, how about you? combo. Yeah, I know, as it is, like. Uh, elves, how did I, how did I, elves? Yeah, yeah, your elf love, where's your elf love come from? It's super similar to what Christian said, like, dragons are fucking cool, and elves have the best dragons. They they need some new dragons i think i think we all yeah. would agree but yeah, definitely. Uh, no and i just i just always like the good guys and uh the magic and they just have everything and they're just fucking cool so <laughs> i have to go like as much as this is rant cast like one of the things that i like to go on about is how stormcast keeps stealing our mounts like we're looking there going dragon princes they should ride dragons who gets the dragon mounts stormcast Oh, what about these uh, Phoenix Temple guys? Maybe they should ride some Phoenixes. Who gets the bird mounts? Stormcast. What about <laughs> yeah. our white lions? They should get some lion mounts. Oh, wait, those Stormcast got those as well. That, Thank that's you, why Stormcast. I turn all the Stormcast into elves, Christian. <laughs> See, you can't like get it, what you want. You make what you want. That's that's the that's the thinking man meme. Like, <laughs> Bryce. <laughs> like, that's why I steal all their mounts. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh another super important point is a drake is not the same thing as a dragon they're they're different you know it's the attached yeah. arms um so and i kind of already know your your origin in, in terms of it but was elves the first army for you bryce was it elves well the first unit i ever bought was elves the first right. army i ever bought was uh chaos just mixed chaos right 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 and it started like it as a narrative thing with with my group of friends who all bailed in the first like month um and we we each like were picking units that didn't make any sense together but looked cool so we were like making up this story of what they were we had no idea what the story of the actual lore was and uh i i had this weird plan back then to make chaos warriors with phoenixes so that's just kind of never happened but that's what i was going to do and then i realized that that didn't make any sense at all for how the game was supposed to work and uh and i all of a sudden have ten thousand points of elves so <laughs> this, and this might make you happy bryce as far as weird armies that shouldn't go together 
my first army back in like fifth edition fantasy was one tree man and like 12 way watchers and that was all i had <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. No, and I know Bryce, you're you're very much the hobby and the art and the expression was was a, a big part of your your origins in in in, yeah. in Warhammer. Like that was a really really big part of it. Um, so I actually kind of want to want to talk about one of these things you mentioned, which is you know, elf dragons and elf monsters are the sweetest, and uh, and they could use some new ones. Do you think that Age of Sigmar is going to do the thing where they Okay, they bring all the armies, old armies up. Everyone gets just new rules to begin with. Look at look at this fantastical. What do we got here? Oh, oh, I see. Can't see it. No, well. I can't see uh, it. Oh yeah. Oh okay. That, so that's like look. be uh, riding on like a yeah, basilisk nice. looking. Yeah. This is the the Forge World model. The Forge is World. It, did you have you seen the one that Paul made up? Uh, Mortal Realms Paul because so... he's got he had one of those for his Swift Talk Agents army. Oh, he had nice. elves on uh, Mowworm. So this this if all things go according to plan will be uh, truly revealed in about a month. Oh, all right. No. Is this that is means this, havoc? Right? Is this escalation or is this is this for havoc? Nope. It might this might mean for havoc and it might go with one of these here. Oh, and. Uh, Sorry to completely change the topic there. No, but <laughs> no, no, no. We were talking about mounts, so I figured I should show off the mounts that are on my paint table, you know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so um, for those of you who, who happen to be, like, listening in the future, um, he just showed a bunch of sweet monsters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I just, like, I, so I, I think, like, do you think that they're going to bring everybody up, like all of us get our new tomes, all the existing armies get that are going to continue to be so supported through Age of Sigmar going forward, get their rules? Do you think there's a chance for new kits down the line? For or, this book? For this book, yeah, absolutely. No. No, not, not at all. No chance. No, no. chance? No. This is, this is the place. Yeah. This is the graveyard of uh, forgotten toys. That uh, mm -hmm. There will be new elves, but they won't be related to it's gonna... I think everything in this book will be something new. Yeah, we'll remake everything. We'll have new Hiles, like, uh, new Darkos. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're we're all we we're all kind of speculating the the Hishian, you know, logic Spock like celestial high elf light beings. Mm -hmm. That all I can think when I think of that is Diablo angels. Like, that's the only thing that and. I really want that, and it's not going to happen. But that's in my head. That's oh what yeah, I like where I they they have it. wings of like tenderly light instead of like actual yeah. feathers and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what I would love to see. And and I mean, they already have some iconography with like you know winged helmets and and so I mm -hmm. think you could. But will they have weird heads? Because like all the releases are just like, oh that guy's cool, but he's got a weird head. Like you know, everyone was like that. That deep king came out. You're like, but yeah, but elves meant to have hair. Where where are their eyes? Yeah, like, I feel like they've weird. really stepped down their face game. You know, yeah. like I mean, I, some of these I have a theory. Faces, Great faces. Yeah. I have a theory. Uh, I think it's because faces are hard to paint, and uh, they've made it a little bit more approachable by having uh, like alien faces. In the case of Namardi. Uh, you know, they're yeah. lit, eyeless, you don't have to worry about painting eyes and stuff like that. Um, you know, Stormcast, when they originally came out, it was the amorphous faceplate-y, mm -hmm. you know, kind of crappy. Uh, that being said, that's why one of the reasons I love OBR is, like, they have real faces. Like, 
cool ass skeleton like Kabuto mat. You know, like that's cool to me. I feel um, like you're in the minority though. Like most people, most are, people like, are wrong. Like <laughs> yeah. so, uh, you know, you're all right. <laughs> you're right. They're fucking weird. Uh, they're allowed to look weird. If you're if you're mocking Sigmar and like the expressionless masks, you should have the like the anti that, and it's it's fucking cool. But um, the thing about what what Age of Sigmar has given us is, whenever you don't like the head of anything, you give it a tree revenant head, and it looks amazing. Right. So us... there will will there be a, an Osiak Bone Reapers army with full tree revenant? <laughs> I don't think it's a will there. It's a when will there be. Like, how yeah. soon will we see it? <laughs> I always call them the Sephiroth heads. And those are the heads I was going to use for my vampire kit bash that I just never yep. got around to. Um, but yeah, those those heads are, are pretty wicked. Um, so, no new kits. Uh, I guess then... Is this a... Is Cities like a band-aid or is this a real thing? Like this, I, I mean, it. that's a weird way to phrase it. But is this a like okay, old players, you got the thing, you got the thing now. Shut up, and then we're gonna go make new elves in the future, and then you'll forget all about your old elves. Do you think that's what's gonna happen? I know this is like I, way. I do, I do, but I think it's long term. Way long term. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I think it's a band. Not a band is kind of a weird word. I mean, I, obviously it's kind of what we're saying, but I think it's more of a like a stop playing mixed order and at least play something <laughs> stop playing mixed order yeah i like that this is a stop playing mixed order it's it's not a band-aid it's a stint you know in in the in the yeah. chest it's yeah. yeah are you assuming bryce that maybe the kits that got you know gone more so like the high elves <laughs> mean that uh we're closer to new high elves and we're out of new dark elves considering they're still most of their range I think so because, and solely because of where the narrative is taking oh, it. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, they've mentioned Malirian and wherever he's gone, but I think like High Elves are clearly missing, and Tyrion and Teclas have clearly been set. Like, they are mm -hmm. gonna stop Slanesh, so mm -hmm. it has to. I mean, it yeah, just I mean, has to come. like whether it's Adepticon or next fall, it's it's coming. Like, we we all know it's coming, and that one, like Chaos, is probably coming. But I feel like that could even be after. Like there's, I don't think there's any need to rush on Chaos Book, and I mean the the they've followed a path, right? Like the, their narrative has always led to the next thing in the spring or summer. So it. And we'll miss Weaver Sash. <laughs> Go up in the like, files. She didn't like come up in the cities. Cool Why was she? Model is. I know. It's so cool. It's like it's not painted, but like we all yeah, know I've what got it one is. Of those too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I own like four of them because I thought they were like, coming for Deepkin. And... Yeah, three years ago, right? Like yeah. when this came out in the in Warhammer Quest or something. And... Yeah, and uh, uh, Tenebriel Shard is just like left over too. Like he didn't get rolled into the book, did he? Yeah, but he's not even for sale on the store anymore. Yeah, you can't get that with anymore. Weird. But she still is. So I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I mean, so there's there's a couple like weird miscues i suppose but I, I liked your take about do we think we'll see like high elves before we see dark elves and I, I i'm gonna throw my hat in with i i kind of agree i do think they have that games workshops release and this is with just pure speculation uh, i do think that they they have that internal competition thing with different teams working on different parts of it and whoever you know to like kind of encourage each other to get the thing finished you know, and that's an internal competition thing. But I, I have a strong suspicion that the narrative is pointed towards seeing High Elves before we see 
uh, Dark Elves. Uh, the, the... I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was years before we saw Dark Elves. Well, I see, I and, and I keep thinking that something that might actually be really sweet is if we do see both at the same time in a in a combined tome. I was talking about yeah. the the yin yang tome where like you I heard have you the... say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that I would just be... feel like like that that model is going to be probably the coolest model they'll ever make when they make him <laughs> and he that's probably what him. someone said about the 90s nagash when it came out yeah yeah but i mean like you think of what they i don't think do anyone and... said that about the 90s nagash <laughs> well this is before it happened i mean like yeah they probably said it oh nagash is coming and he's going to be so cool and then he's this weird hat dude um <laughs> but, but i mean the model is going to be the size of archeon and it's going to be it's going to be a huge dragon elf we know malaria we know that malaria is going to be amazing but what uh, how would you imagine a techless model i think techless and tyran are going to be a combined war scroll where they like they're separate and they can combine it's going to be like the first ever so they can do fusion they can like fusion huh yeah you know this (laughs) you you have to do that though you have to you have to stand like like this for three consecutive minutes just screaming (laughs) and then after three minutes, you can replace the model with the new model. So yeah. I hope we pointed the right way on screen. No, we didn't. Yeah. What order? No, you, all right, uh, no, here we go. Yeah, there we go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's I, – I, I think that would be so cool. If that would they be did, cool. You know? And they maybe they, like, if if they're within range of each other, they have to fuse or something. And if they stay outside, they, they're their own thing. I mean, they, they, they've already experimented with, like, transforming mechanics with Marathi. I mean, this could, this could be like, the next stage of that, right? Like, we have a, like, uh, they've even experimented with, like, now with Catacross, we've seen, you know, this is a single diorama with separate units on it type thing with the retinue built in. You could do, like, a, it's two, it's a it's a single diorama. It's, like, uh, Tyrion and Teclis on, like, either side of the diorama. Or so. You could do, there's a lot of space to explore uh, with with what we see, but I like the I like the fusion hot idea. I think the best. Yeah, and that could definitely be like the scale of the Eidolons. So even though they're like not quite as big as you know like one of the really big kids, like it still be pretty. Yeah, I think like standard, they're just heroes, right? They're like baby Marathi size, and then yeah, they yeah. fuse together Eidolon size. I think that'd be awesome. Or are they? Uh, Marathi size, though. The thing is, like, Snake Marathi is her true form. Because she was changed by Ulgu and, uh, and the stomach acids of Slanesh, I guess. Whatever. Um, Tyrion and Teclis and stuff have been, like, hanging out in pure light realm for a long goddamn time. Yeah. So, like... We haven't seen art of them yet, have we? No, we haven't seen, like, anything. There's... Like, the one story in, I think it's Soul Wars, where it's like, you know, should I send in my boys, no wait? You know, with, yeah. with Tech, but they don't describe him. He's just, like, in the shadows, basically, and, and, like, throws out the one line. There was, like, a cool short story that came out really early in uh, the Warhammer Laws, like a Black Library short, about, like, some wizard that traveled to the edges of all of the realms, and, like, there was a bit where he actually met Teclis, had a mm. conversation with the guy, and Teclis sort of, like gave him this like wisdom and he didn't actually understand the story until after he'd been uh, to the edge of the realm and corrupted by zinch and all that stuff mm-hmm. yeah but i i mean we've got slanesh i think we're gonna see i i do think we see zinch maybe even like before the end of the year like december we might see like you know the blades of corn ask zinch book 
you know, just the new updated thing. Um, so I think that that's a possibility, but then we might not see the chaos ever chosen, whatever the new thing is with the dark oath. We may not see that until the next big story jump. And I think in between there, we can see high elves. Yeah. Because like, I, I get that everyone's like, Oh, but there's a draconian in the war band and like all this and war, war cry. But like Archeon is a huge character in the story and they haven't really like given him an entry. Obviously they can do that anytime they want, but they're not going to like derail this story that they've had completely built to this point to throw Archeon in and not give him what he deserves, where it should be like a entire year's worth of narrative wrote about this mm. badass dude, you know? Yeah. So I think it goes high elves and then Maybe they send Slanesh back or slow Slanesh. But they did just do that. No, no, no. (laughs) They just did that with Gordrak, though. They didn't give him a great narrative. Well, yeah. Yeah, but Destruction are jobbers. Like, they just get crapped on by... They're they're just total memes in their own lore, how they're portrayed, you know. Um, Gloomspite was kind of cool with, like, the the tease of, like, the the bad mood coming and what that could possibly be. And that Mm. was... That was like a neat little narrative, but it was like as an aside to malign portents and all of that stuff going on with like how everyone had their herald and so on and so forth. And their herald was a gloomspite dude. And so like there was something like that. Um, but just a real quick, Nagash has had like a whole year's build up to get get us Night Haunt and now Ossiarch Bone Reaper. Like this is... It was a huge story payoff for him. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that endless spells exist do. because what Nagash did with the Black Temple. You like, yeah, it, it's or with the Black Pyramid. It's like Archeon's gonna have a payoff just as big. You know, like we yeah, mi- he has to. We might not see Archeon. Archeon might actually har- like be the harbinger of third edition type big. You know, uh, yeah. Like it's so so. I don't know that we see him sooner. I think Warcry gives a really nice like segue for him to show up, but that's that Warcry story needs to play out more first. Like we're not to now Archeon's yeah. there. Yeah. Like it's not. They're even... still earning his favor, right? Like he's he's not yeah. impressed because these dudes showed up. He's yeah, going to be impressed when they murder the world. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> they, he hasn't like seen proper tribute. He's not even like there. Tech, like from what I understand, like he's not even there. It's just a, it's just his tower that he kind of yeah. like fucked off from. So yeah, it's just it's just like Trump Tower here in Chicago. <laughs> you know, all the protesters go there expecting him to be there, but you know he he hasn't lived there in years. <laughs> Oh man, brilliant! Okay, uh, man, what a good what a good rabbit hole that was. Do you have a <laughs> do you have a city that you're leaning towards? Either of you is is there like is there a city that's jumping that that jumps off the page? Uh, for me, I really love Living City. Like Living City, I always my list keep going back to Living City. Like I can find builds in all of the cities, but I make most of mine in Living, and I just feel like. It's not a super strong mechanic. Like, I'm not always building ambush builds or stuff, but I like the spell lore. I like the artifacts. I like the command traits. And I think it's really flexible to do a whole lot of different lists for them. I think it's I think it's the cheeky one. I think you have a lot of room to uh, to do some tricks, right? You've got the hidden paths. Uh, you've got the move and shoot, like, shenanigans. Um, so I, I think it's got some... I think it just has some natural synergies with... Well, face it, speed kills, right? Like, that's the huge part of AOS 2.0 and and uh, the objectives game is just being able to move around. And anything that allows to you to, like, do the thing 
and then move toward an objective or shore up an objective or do the thing and then set a screen better. Uh, I mean, or misdirect your opponents with mm. deployments. Like, oh, they're going to come on from the table edge, and now they have to screen their backboard edge, and you're like, psych, they're just coming on over here by my stuff. <laughs> but what, after after listening to I didn't even listen to all of the Warhammer Weekly last night. Yeah, with, I but, like, after listening to that, it seems that all the best units for Living City Alpha Strikes are not even City's units. Like, they're all the ones from Stormcast and uh, from Silvaneth. Uh, Silvaneth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, I can put a crossbow on my Black Dragon, but it's not really doing much when it gets in the combat. Yeah. Yeah, I know Dirth is a big one uh, for, uh, for Living City, I think. Because then he's got a, you know, he can show up. Uh, you know, he's got a shooting attack and then he needs to make a four inch charge and you kit him out with all the artifacts. Like everything's on Durthu and he just starts tearing, tearing people to shreds. Um, yeah. So I, I think Durthu is one of like the cooler combos. I didn't make it through all, everything that they were talking about last night cause I had to start my marathon stream. So, um, but, uh, uh, what about you, uh, Bryce? What's the city that, that you keep building all your lists in right now? Uh, so, so my list building has been kind of like forced down a certain path because of Holy Wars. So I, I'm trying to do it for Holy Wars and I'm, I'm playing with Ty and we have a narrative written that I'm building a list around. So my, my first city will be Anvil, Anvilguard. Um, and I just, I, I love like the CL idea. It's, it's like the theme I've always wanted to build an army around and do and convert and stuff like that. So I'm super happy to do it. I think it's probably the worst city. Uh, the spells are pretty good, but other than that, it's really bad. Um, <laughs> um, the second artifact isn't terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And like, I don't know, the, the, the prayers are okay, but mm. I feel like there's not, it doesn't have the tricks that, some of the other stuff have i think living city is is really good and i i of course uh i like the magic i, I think yeah. that there's a lot of potential going the magic route uh, plus one yeah. to cast and unbind with super powered endless spells is pretty yeah. good pretty good yeah yeah that's why i like i like i like hollow heart but i'm a player who likes the magic phase a lot and uh the fact that they have a d6 heal to keep their engine going for getting like a plus four to cast on average you know just yeah. like yeah plus four to cast before i even like take an artifact for just a bubble of wizards like yeah. nagash is just like is just sitting on his throne grumbling that a bunch of derpy ass idiot humans and elves <laughs> can cast with a the, a living god of death like man so like, i think I, I i dig hollow heart i think hollow heart is I I think the city's rule with with the uh, the way endless spells work, I think that on its face is is a game changer. You know, I from a sheer volume of releases, we're gonna see the meta change. Just period. A lot of people have their city's armies laying around. They're gonna play them again. Um, they're not gonna be running the optimized best version of their whatever because they probably have a particular set of models and like, hey, it turns out. Uh, you need to grab some wild riders now to maximize your stuff. So you weren't running the best version of what you could have been doing. So we're going to see, like, we're going to see not as much of a hobby hang up. It's going to be a little bit, I think it's going to, there's going to be a, a parallel between Skaven's evolution and City's evolution. Where Skaven, people had their 3,000 points of Skaven ready to go, but it wasn't the right 3,000 points. And then now we're seeing the right 3,000 points of Skaven. Same sort of thing. Uh, but, like, immediately the way this, this army interacts with endless spells changes how you play the game. 
Uh, you're gonna start. Would you say, all right, so you like Hallow Heart, right? Yeah. Would, and you also like uh, taking things in Warhammer and then associating with something in Magic. Would you say that Hallow Heart is the control deck of the Cities of Sigma? It is. It is the dick deck. It is blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Yeah. It is. It is. It is counterbalance top. It is no fun allowed for you. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I always go Livic City, which I feel like I'm just playing mono red or something with that. Yeah. Yeah, or, like, green, because green has, like, mana, excel, and... But probably closer to red, because red is fast. Fast mm -hmm. and big, right? And Living City feels a little, like, big fast. Yep. <laughs> blue, what a loathsome Ooh. color. You mean my second favorite color in Magic the Gathering? The worst color. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm pure Grixis. I'm, uh, I'm black, blue, red, like, all the way through. Yeah, everyone keeps telling me they're just, like, they're just like, why don't you have a counter spell? And I'm just like, I refuse to. I refuse to take any counter spells, even if my decks are blue. Telling people no is the most fun you can you can have in Age of Sigmar, and no means no. It's it it respects consent. You know, like it's 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 teaching our children a great lesson by being a control player. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of Hallowheart. I just, I, I see it, and I haven't even begun putting units in the army yet. You know, like, I'm just like, this, I look at these things, and like, now I'm just gonna, like, tool through the book probably this weekend and be like, this is, yeah. this is a dirty list I can build. Like, Dormus blew my mind the other day when it was like, you can have a Hallowheart list where if you take a Nomad Prince General, all of your battle line are wizards as Sisters of the Thorn. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And they all get the plus. You know, like you just kill some, like you just kill some, like whatever, and like now all those, all those uh, sisters are at a plus three or plus four to cast. Although speaking of feeling bad, you're gonna feel really bad when you roll the like one and or the six and kill the wizard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you roll the the wizard's dead, and you're just like, well, crap, <laughs> no bonus this turn. But I, I like that. It's a little bit of the it's a little bit of the goblin magic thing, you know. We're like power at any cost. Like you're over channeling. I kind of dig that. Like I really yeah. like the uh, sacrifice yourself to be awesome at magic. I think it's super metal. I'm not sure if you kill yourself, do the other guys still get the buff, it's or do they not get the buff? The buff is within a radius of here. Let's read it. Um, arcane channeling. Uh, the other thing I like about uh, Hollow Heart is you can I've. You can get uh, two command points a turn with it pretty pretty easily. But um, Arcane Channeling. Uh, you can use this command ability at the start of your hero phase. If you do so, pick one friendly Hallowheart wizard hero and roll a dice. That wizard suffers a number of mortal wounds equal to that roll. In addition, until the start of your next hero phase, add that roll to casting rolls made by other friendly Hallowheart wizards while they are within 12 inches of that okay. wizard. So if, oh, it's no, dead, so if, no. it, if it's dead, but you... So, like, here's the thing. It suffers the number of mortal wounds equal to that roll. So if you have a shrug, you can shrug some of those. And then it says, until the start of your next hero phase, add one, two casting rolls made. Add that roll. So it's about the mm -hmm. roll and it's not the wounds allocated. So if you can shrug some wounds, you can still get the six mm -hmm. and he can live. I have, how I'm reading it there. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. Because it talks about the role itself and not the wounds allocated as the bonus. Mm -hmm. So if you roll that, like, the dirty six and, like, shrug two wounds, uh, you're at a plus six and your wizard's still alive. 
<laughs> but you know, you can also have like you know the sorceress on black dragon or whatever. Yeah, so. just some some meat meaty thing that yeah. that uh. Some and then you take thing. the empowered life form to just heal it back again. Yeah. Plus yeah. you have a Hallowheart spell that's a one d six heal. Yeah. So you have the empowered life swarm and then a d six heal, and you're just like plus six to cast. I can't hold yeah. on to all these spells. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a blue deck you just built there. <laughs> <laughs> like building an engine, and then you get to do the thing that everyone loves, which is zinch. Right, so you get to like zinch people to death and just suffocate them with your stupid ass endless spells that are even better. Oh man! Oh, actually, you if guys I... probably wouldn't have seen it because you probably don't follow as many Aussie guys playing. But uh, yeah, at the tournament on the weekend, they had one of the guys playing Gotrek, and uh, they put the Gotrek in the endless spell cage where they just had six endless spells, like base to base, touching him in a circle, <laughs> so he couldn't move. And Gotrek just had to stand in the corner the whole game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what you do, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, it, it, Hollow Heart is the blue deck. It's the dick deck. It it by far and away is. Uh, so like I'm. This is why I'm not a cities player. By the way, if I were a cities player, everyone would just hate cities the way they hated Nagash for a, for like a calendar year. <laughs> <laughs> and the way I hate change hosts currently. But yeah, you can be a double. You can have like six double Nagashes on the table if you roll that six. <laughs> but, it does, but it's not but it's not to dispel and I'm no it's not so, to, it, yeah. no it's, it, it's not to dispel like, and... you'll still get stuck in a rat trap and you can't get out of the thing because you need a natural eight right 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 but you're, you're throwing your way your your will around and that's the other thing is like maelstrom gets double explodey points uh, mm. in its thing so bringing a cheap ass maelstrom and just like and actually trying to detonate it becomes a real plan for damage <laughs> Whereas, like, the fact that uh, Maelstrom has even something after it says un attempts to unbind spells was, like, you just kind of gloss over it. But it gets double the arcane points, and so it can, like, overcharge twice as quick. And so you can just, like, <laughs> hollow heart, have a little hollow heart grenade, a little hollow heart grenade with it is pretty funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think that this makes corn and, and uh, anybody with free unbinds uh, seem a lot cooler. Right, like mm -hmm. anyone who's got, you know, because corn, if they roll the eight, they they unbind it regardless. So like anything like that is going to be really really valuable. Do you think Zinch players right now would even be happy if like a book came out next week, due to like <laughs> Hollow Hearts five up shrugs? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think Zinch is. I think Zinch players are fine right now, but in about a month or two, as we start to see the Hollow Heart list show up, Zinch players are just going to be like grumbling, but they deserve it. So whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's definitely the like a build so. creep now how they talk about that construction meta that everyone's like all right hollow heart's the way to go now all i need is five sorceresses and like 50 <laughs> darkling covens units yeah yeah and so that's going to be the that's going to be the hobby hang up we're going to we're not going to see it right away um i i don't think it's going to be stifling though i i joke about it and we're, we're joking about it being a blue blue deck i don't think it's like going to be toxic because they do they pay a price, they have to have an engine, like like you said, their bonuses aren't to unbind, so they're not telling you no, you can't have fun, right? Like, they're just, like, they're having all the fun they want to have, which is, I mean, that's that's Warhammer. Like, let me just roll my dice and do my thing, and then you can roll your dice and do your thing, and then, like, as long as we're on the same level of having fun and doing the thing, then it's not a, it's not a big deal. The problem is when you can't interact at all, you're never allowed to do anything. Um, but, but, I mean, Endless, this is going to be yet another army list, where I think Games Workshop has to seriously think about endless spells and what eight of them on a table means. 
and maybe go not go back to the drawing board but assess how models move and traverse endless spells because it is kind of crappy to just like lock in a gotrick right with yeah i mean yeah it's one way you play against him but it and like cool like yeah that's a strategy but not when you do it to everything that's not as terminator e as gotrick no you just <laughs> that's what you do to everybody yeah, I do wonder if the uh, Hallow Heart spells are actually, like, if those lists are going to end up not doing enough damage. Like, I've had a couple lists that, like, uh, Alex, because he's really excited about it, that he wants to run with his Darkling Covens, and I'm like, so where's all the damage? And he's like, oh, yeah, I've got Geminids and a Pendulum in there. And I'm yeah, like, cool, that's nine wounds uh, a turn, and they control one of them. Like, mm -hmm. where it's, it's not like, uh, you know, like a Legion of the Gas spell law where you've got a whole bunch, or Zinch spell laws where you've got a whole bunch of mortal wounds. Well, Zinch has all the mortal wounds. Uh, Neg Nagash has a lot more attrition spells. Mm -hmm. uh, but the thing is, model spell. yeah, removing a model spell, like, is is really pretty great. But, I mean, against a Horde army, like, oh, you removed my one model, you know, like, whereas Zinch's flamethrower is, is, is versatile and great. Um, but where, where Nagash is awesome is that all of its units are grinders. You know, Graveguard, even like Skeleton Warriors, they fucking, they, Nagash is just an, an engine. He says, you don't get to, like, this unit might as well be dead. It has so many penalties on it. Uh, and then the Skeletons are going to go grind that unit down. Like, it's, so it's like, it, um, Heart, you have to look at it like you're giving up a lot to get all these wizards. Where are your grinders then to complement your, your lockdown spell magic? You know, Zinch has f literal flamethrowers. Um, you know, are is it uh, is it in the form of like bringing in some wild wild riders or whatever it is, right? Like, what are you gonna do that that grinds and fights and sl and 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 yeah, what what's your grinder in it? Um, I like the I like the maelstrom grenade. I think it's a really cheeky, cheap way of getting some some uh, some damage. Uh, a lot. I didn't faster. even think of that. That's that's smart. <laughs> Shit! Now the world knows my trick. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, and it's gonna, and, and spells have and continue to be at a bigger premium than just bows, just shooting, or just having a melee unit that runs across the table and fights. Uh, spells are just at a premium. Wizards cost this more. This is actually a really good segue. Yeah? How disappointed are you in the lack of shooting? Mm. For us. We're talking about us and our loves for elves. Okay, so about me? Me, the death player of, like, how disappointed is he in the lack of shooting? I'm just like, mm. oh, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. no, I thought you were, like, reading a question from the chat, like it was, like, a philosophical to everyone, everyone <laughs> in the world. How disappointed are you in shooting? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's that bad, really. Like, it's like, I don't know, Shadow Warriors are probably the equivalent of Adjudicators uh, now. Mm -hmm. And that's good. Judicators are solid. Like, Judicators are still being taken after four different Stormcast books and all these yeah. GHBs, and they've proved worth their points in all the games. So, yeah, they're pretty solid. Um, I as far feel like as. There's that, like, I want to block archers, you know? It's like. It's... But that's what oh. sisters do. Sisters are alright. They're so expensive. Yeah, so... but they're alright. But if you've done the math on, like, they, if point for point, they'll take out, like, a keeper pretty what about your hand gunners? They're they're still there. Oh, I was talking Wait. elves. Elves. Oh, yeah. oh specifically oh, elves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you're saying. No, you're real, yeah. no, we we clearly ripped out all of the human and dwarf pages and burnt them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I'm actually gonna change this into an elf. Yeah. Yeah. So. You've already ordered like the the sticker like decal yeah. to like lay over it, and it's like mm -hmm. a it's like those paper dolls, you know, where you like 
you just lay it over and it's just like it yeah. had an elf head in <laughs> Actually, that, that battle mage that has plus two to charge has made me consider buying a human model. <laughs> no, it's not no. allowed. Would you, <laughs> okay. you, you could buy handgunners and just like swap in your, your uh, you know, elfy, elfy parts, can't you? I yeah, that's what Alex is. Alex is trying to do that. He wants to buy a whole <laughs> bunch of uh, dark Eldar and then give them like you know rifles and <laughs> like. And I, mean, I keep you're... telling him it looks gonna look stupid. I'm just like, no, like they've got like <laughs> fucking weird like coiled like <laughs> yeah pipes and stuff on them. But yeah. Well, I mean, th but that's the thing is like you're living in in the the like sort of melting pot free city. You'd think that the elves and humans would tr eventually trade technology uh, over time. So like it'd be all right to have like a whole, a whole a whole block of like actually elves like holding some some like human guns and stuff. Um, chat here. Remember, I'm from Australia where we don't even have guns. We dislike guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, chat here is popping off about dark shards, and I'm I'm just I guess I'm not seeing what dark shards are doing oh they got a plus one to hit and so, i think plus one to armor in the new book which is pretty good so uh run and charge uh bravery seven add one to hit rolls for attacks made with the repeater crossbows so your your threes and fours no rend damage one 16 and they 20. used to be like fives and fours if you were under 20 like, eh, yeah and i don't know it's plus one to wound from the sorceress is that what it is okay so they can go threes and threes any way to give them rend? No. No. No, but you can do those spells that get rid of the unit's armor. Oh, which is yeah. like giving it, yeah, yeah, on an eight. On an eight, though, yeah, right. Like, I mean, that's that's, that's how I ungore raider people to death. Is I I shred their armor with my spells, and then my raiders now are hitting on threes, re-rolling ones and twos. Oh, it's re-rolling moon rolls of one. Mm, okay. With command ability. Okay. So you were really are just you are just like command abilitying it. Yeah. There are a bunch of like command traits and stuff that do give like little bubbles and things. It might be when they charge. I mean, so I and, and that was maybe that's where you where where you have to go is like grab the dark shards and and go into like some of the traits and stuff. No, they're good because yeah. almost everyone's taking a, a sork anyway to get your plus two to cast. So you want some darkling covens unit. And if you're sitting on a back objective, you may as well be shooting as opposed to being a sword guy just waving yeah. your sword in the air. <laughs> where was it how are wildwood rangers now i haven't looked at these yet are they they're not good are they yeah if, if you thought that you know <laughs> black god were bad you should see these guys yeah that's why i was like the biggest disappointment in the book like there's still it's still mortal wounds at least they do something <laughs> yeah yeah dark riders man i'm gonna have to comb through this a little bit more uh Okay, what about Drake Sworn uh, Riders, right? Is that what they're called? Uh, yeah, Drake's, uh, yeah, Drake's Drake Sworn Knights. Knights. Why are they 170 points? That's what... I think someone forgot to put two on front of their Lance Attacks profile. Oh, okay. Because no, like, <laughs> yeah. we both wanted Draconis to be yeah. at least used as something, right? How yeah. on earth could you justify those for 170 when you can play Eels for 170? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it's, uh, and, you know... Wild Riders and uh, Demigriffs are just way better. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was that was like a major typo that they just didn't catch. Or they just were like, no one has those, no one cares. They did go up to 3-up armor, though. So they're 3-up armor re-rolling 1s and 2s, which is pretty good. Is it a 3-up? Yeah. 
So even the Black Dragon as well has gone up to three up with a shield. With a shield. What's the other side of the Dark Shard kit? It goes into Bleak Swords and Dread Spears. Bleak Swords and Dread Spears, there you go. Look at that chat. So one of them gives them an extra, like, double hits on a six to hit, and the other one, I think, six to wound is plus one rend. Okay, cool. So I, I keep coming back to these Shadow Warriors and how much I love, uh, how much I love them. They're, They're only shooting. 10 points more than the Dark Shards. As if you take, like, unless you yeah. need them for the Sorcerers, you take Shadow Warriors every time. Yeah. And yeah. even if you're one of those asshole purists, like, oh, I only like Dark Elves, or I like these Pansy High Elves, like, they've been renamed, but now they're in Shadow Blades, so they've become <laughs> Dark Elves now. Yeah. yeah, they're Shadow, they have it. Or you just make them into Dark Elves. Oh, yeah, well, hang on, put that near the camera, what are you doing? Alright, oh, yeah, okay, so this is using your um, Corsair cloak. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to focus, but it'll be on Twitter. It's on yeah, Twitter, yeah. actually. Yeah, I'm currently working on some uh, bleak swords, so I can have a source for tab stuff. So I got this guy going on here, which is a... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, what is it, Eternal Guard with um, the Ideneth, um swords, helmet, and shield from the Illriders. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Soren. I, I just got, I just got the... I just got my digital copy today for for the show. I I've only cursorily uh, like looked looked through some stuff, which is why I have my two experts on elves uh, here to help me out. Um, if yeah, you don't Chad, have, if you don't know anything about dwarves, we can't help you. <laughs> I don't even know what dwarves are, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. Iron faces is that what they're called? <laughs> uh, I am, um, man. So how I about get... oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, no, go no, ahead no, no 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 do your thing. I, I was just gonna say, how about sixty point chariots? Yeah, yeah. Like, and the horde bonus, right? They're like one hundred and fifty for yeah. three. Like, is that really? You know how much space that takes up? A lot of space. It's really good for like. And, they're, and their battle crazy. line, right as well. Yeah, they their like battle they, line yeah. in yeah. Guard, I think. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I love sixty point chariots in any army that has them. Is some um, Tristan? Oh, you have to. Excited? He loves his um, he loves his chariot armies. That's true. Well, the I... the only problem to make them battle line is you have to have a black arc fleet master as your general. I was gonna do that anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I sixty point little badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with it, oh, with like... the pig leg too. Yeah. Like a model, you can't. You uh, just have to make it out of something else. You can't convert yeah. it because it's just a brick. Yeah. If only you could have a unit of five chariots, and they could be your retinue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I like. What do you think of the retinue rule? Do you like it? Do you think it's? Uh, I played against it once. So yeah, when I was in Adelaide last week, I was playing against Luke Stone. If you know him, Cinderful. Oh, he's not been on the show already, hasn't he? No, he's going he's he's going to be on uh, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Next week we're doing a double episode for Rantcast, so it's going to be him uh, either Monday or Tuesday next week, and I'm going to have Hey Woe and Frank from the chat are going to be on Thursday on yeah. normal time. So. Yeah, so uh, me and him both got out our, you know, based on what we saw from Guerrilla Wargaming or the leaked rules, we went and had our uh, game of uh, Hammerhall versus Hammerhall last week. And uh, yeah, he had his retinue of 20 Phoenix Guard with an anointed, and it was terrible. I was like, this is exactly the pain that I've been giving people for two years. <laughs> and yeah, it was well, pretty they, bad. Because they, they get um the retinue, you get um you get the Necromancer ability. You On a four-up, you offset the wound over. Yeah. And but you know, but... 
because he's got a four up ignore. So he four up ignores, four up, four up retinues, and then, then the four up new four up ignores. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, I do it to a lesser extent with necromancers because it goes, you know, four up. Well, it goes six up, four up, six up. Like it's not quite as good, but yeah. it's it's still. You can, yeah. you can make it even worse. You can go four up, five up, four up, because you can go. I think it's is it Amblegard that gets the five up save for more. That, that's a, it's not. A, no, that's a five up. Ignore the spell completely. Oh, are you? Am I thinking something different? Maybe it's an artifact. Unless it's know. a spell or something. Oh yeah, I was just thinking of the rule in the uh, in the city. Anvil guard. What is it? There's a lot of pages in this book. Yeah, artifact. Uh, Drake scale cloak. Yep. Roll a mortal wound on a five up. It's ignored. So you go That's four good. up, five up. Pass it off. Four up. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We heard you liked. We heard you liked hero capturing battle plans. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my game versus Luke. I think I did like about thirty-five wounds into that five-wound hero before I killed him. See, see, this is why the meta needs Nagash to be great again because uh, Hand of Dust keeps bullshit like that honest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Marathi, fuck that. Well, I can't do anything against Gotrick apart from drown him in skeletons, but I was going to do that anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what endless spells? You've got endless spells. That's yeah, nice. a couple. Um, not uh, My Nagash's list is real tight these days since all the points changes, because it wasn't just mm. Nagash. Umbral Spell Portal went up. Uh, Necromancer, which is an auto-include, went up. Nagash went up. Like, it's just um, a lot of the stuff. It, the points got real tight. Um, we're not going to see him for a little bit. Unless... Bone Reapers has some really competitive sh uh, priced units in it because Nagash can be in there. Or if it adjusts Nagash's points back down, they recognize the errors of their ways and they, uh, they're they like, we're sorry, There's Nagash. That's going to happen. We're sorry, <laughs> Nagash. You should be 700 points because uh, Realm Spells are, you know, people barely use them. Do you remember the time they lowered the error of their ways with the Stonehorn and then fixed it? Remember that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Like... Uh, he's 800 points, only casts four spells a turn, has no bonus. Hand of Dust is <laughs> does a D3 mortals instead. Like, it just, like, all of the things get bad. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but back to these elves things. Um, I Like, how just pumped are you for this book? Like, is this just, did it answer all your, you know, prayers? Is this, is this, was this the pill you needed? I don't know, Oh, we both passed. You know what that yeah. means. Yeah, you okay. don't. Yeah, oof. Yeah. All right. So, so this so is supposed to be. Thing. This is supposed to be the unabashed hype stream. But if you yeah. need to go, if you need to go hot take and just like, go for it. Go all in. Yeah. So, like, I was super, super hyped. Like, I was full on. And I, we've talked a lot, Kristen and I, Christian and I, and like, hobby wise, yes, I'm super pumped. I can do everything I want and really that's what I do anyway, so I don't really care, but if I wanted to play competitively, this book is not doing it for me. Why is that? Like, First what... off, my my biggest pet peeve I think is requiring me to take a city from a certain realm. I hate and, that. And you're forced to then take uh, if you take realm artifacts, they have to be from that realm. They as have well. to be from that realm. What is it Anvil Guard can pick one or two different, but then everybody else they can is... pick. No, Anvil, Anvil Guard There's has Hammerhall to be from Ashkey or whatever. Fire. Yeah, it's it's Hammerhall. One of one of them. Hammerhall. Yeah, Hammerhall gets two. Yeah. Um, that just 
it feels unnecessary. I don't understand why. Like, well, it's like giving you an enclave rule, like before you even, you know, like at the books. It, it's like if 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 um, you know, IDK said you must play with a you know an a, a enclave, not you can go generic or or beast of chaos. You must exactly. have a great fray. You must. Exactly. There's there's and you no option to. to not. You can't play the city if you don't pick a city. Right. And to force me to play a realm, like some of the realms have shit when others have great ones there's just so. there's no parity between the realms there's simply no yeah. parity i mean ulgu um ulgu and shyish are like such leagues above other things and it's not just that like uh, you know ethereal Am amulet and shyish you're like okay ethereal amulet and you're like you need to pick a second one uh ragged cloak's pretty good too like you can actually yeah. just go down and pick like a couple things actually i think is another one that's actually got a couple because you've got the what is it ignax's scales in there Wait, no, that's it. Um. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, that's only good in, on certain things, right? And there's right. not a lot of big models in this book that super benefit from that. Where right. right. There's no Star Trek. Well, I guess you could have a Star Trek, but... Gyron's all right. Um, you've, got, well, you've got Gyre Strike, and then you've got... Again, great for a Sylvaneth guy, but not really. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I see. Like, yeah, you like just... if you're taking, like, you know, a guy on a Phoenix, it's like, oh, well, here's four attacks at damage one. I really need it. matters <laughs> that I have plus yeah. one to hit and wound on that. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. You want that so on that... the Tree Lord Ancient or the or, yeah. Um, yeah. Dirth, yeah. Spirit of Duth. So, yeah. So a big thing for me in this book was the lack of battalion. That's that what was... I was saying next. Yeah. Because it's like there used to be so much character in the battalions. Like, you look at the old Scourge Privateers. That's great. We could, like, move twice or shoot twice and stuff like that. So that was, like, a special thing that they did. You looked at Order Draconis. They could run uh, twice uh, once per game. All that sort of stuff is gone now. And I and look at that. flavorful, right? It's just, yeah. like... Like, plus one to charge is what yeah. you get if you're a good Widow. That's your bonus. Yeah. yeah. Take these three shitty wood elf guys with axes, and you can get plus one to charge on them. And it's like, well, that's cool. Yeah. Also, take cogs for cheaper. I'm I'm gonna finish that thought in a moment, but but Frank, why is Tree Lord Ancient Spirit of Greg? I'm this is a meme I may not be familiar with. What is is this is this a local meta thing? Or is this a joke that like everyone knows in AOS that I don't know? <laughs> I don't know it either. I hope I it's a reference to Greg's Bakery, a chain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah local meta local. thing okay. fair enough um no i um oh it's it's spirit of greg because it's not Durthu. so local meta joke um it could be and and here's here's the take i just think age of sigmar is moving away from battalions um they i i know slanesh had tons of great battalions okay, slanesh have you seen is... lords of the lodge that is a must take it everything you I have... think it's part of the Band-Aid thing we talked about. You like have... they go ahead, go ahead. They, I don't, I don't think it's that they don't want people playing this book, but I think that they, people already have this shit. This was a Band-Aid to give people who have this army an ability to play it. It's not going to be super good. It's going to be fine. It'll be that right in the it's middle. That middle, right? Some things will be really good. Some things will be terrible. Um, but anything with dwarves is going to be terrible. They're not like. Yeah, they're not <laughs> dropping this book and yeah, selling true. a yeah. whole army to someone. Yeah, like, they're not reboxing Phoenix Guard into white boxes or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, people who are playing this book have it. Or, like, they have an interest, so they're going to put a little bit more in their collection. Yeah. So, I think that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And I, I just feel like 
the the band-aid thing is really kind of what it is and it we need a better term than band-aid but yeah the the no, yeah. the the word but we have said yeah it's the, <laughs> that's the term we chose you know in in the moment but yeah maybe not the most the stint right like in the heart um might be a better analogy yeah i um no i i'm i'm gonna f- i think that i've always th- thought that age of sigmar one of the things i i whenever i looked at a tome i'm just like they're never equal in terms of their battalions. Like, they're just never, be, tome to tome, uh, Death's battalions are shite. Like, there's, Flesh Eater Corps have a couple good ones. Uh, Slanesh has bonkers ones. Uh, the freaking Sybarites is, I, every army should have something like that. That's, a, that's crazy. That's awesome. You mean you can drop all your heroes at the same time and get a bonus command point for building an, a list? Okay, like, um, you know, Beasts of Chaos battalions, pretty great but their points don't make any sense um you know why is are, are the more inclusive battalions cheaper uh you know why is something that has a useless ability and has like a selective list more expensive than something that does something at all like it just so i just feel like battalions are in age of sigmar have always been all over the place um i think it's like it's it's like plinko they just drop the thing down and if it lands in the right place up oh, the battalion's good all right like i i, I don't know well, I I can't find any any form of consistency with, between battalions. Well, and I think AOS one was battalions used to be the equivalent of like enclaves, temples, groves. Yeah. Like that was the thing. It was like your this is your lodge is your this battalion, and th- it was weird because it was pointed, but then other people got ones that weren't pointed, and then you couldn't balance. And that's the thing is like, and and so I just think, and this this is continuing to my point, and I know Slash has great ones, fine, and Lords of the Lodge pretty cool and there's flesh eater courts is like ghoul patrol and some some use some worthwhile ones but there's a lot of them that just take them just to lower their drops it doesn't matter what the ability says you know like well, and the command point and artifact like yeah I, yeah i, I mean that's I'll the thing 100 is, points for that well, but I, if i can take the units i want to take which all those armies they get the units they want to take right right this you have to take units that you're like oh i don't yeah that it's everyone the picture has ever taken really a battalion yeah, I don't think Ardeneth players have ever taken any battalions for the use, the rules in the battalion. Yeah, no, and, and that's the thing is like you're not really, like it's it's just it's 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 fucking wheel of fortune with with the battalions that books get. But I I do think that Age of Sigmar kind of is just shifting away from the emphasis on them. To go back to my initial point, I think they're moving away from them because of enclaves, like you say. Uh, one drop battalions are are just disappearing. You know, yeah. orcs just lost theirs. You know, Sylvaneth lost theirs. Like them, those are just they're they're evaporating um and yeah that, that does something to the game where it, it just ups the drops now you know we're not and if you are the one drop army that is practically an allegiance ability that that they they look at for the book they're like can this army be one drop at all and then you go it can be that's practically worth an allegiance ability and like but they th- again we haven't seen one drops in any of the new tomes uh Sylvaneth lost theirs, IJ lost theirs, um, and IJ was like, playable mega battalions, what, the, what, like these two armies that had these, uh, Sylvaneth and them had the, the two playable mega battalions, um, I feel like the battalions in this are a little bit of an afterthought though, to kind of bring the points together, where they looked at the cities, okay, you're forced to, so you, you gotta pick your city, cool, um, maybe the, being forced to, to be the, be in the realm of the city is a little overkill. It makes sense from a narrative standpoint, but I, 
But you're a city of Sigmar and there's realm gates and shit. You're telling me, like, an anvil guard couldn't have gotten his hands on a, on a sweet yeah. ethereal amulet? And from a, from a narrative standpoint, like, a narrative, like, Black Library book, I agree with you, but from a narrative for us, where we want to create a narrative for our army, tell me it's like telling me I have to paint my army a certain color. Yes. Like, if I want to be a city army from Ashky, why can't I have a fire lava tree? Like, yeah. You know, that I, that's what really got me the most, was I was super pumped about doing this like dark elf kind of scourge privateer army and then i have to do it in the realm of fire why yeah why can't i do it in the realm of shadow like i wanted to do and have cool shadow water and fun things now i have to right and you're gonna and and that's and that's gonna kind of go against this uh you know the notion of verisimilitude where like what you see where all the things wrap together the what you see fits your army narrative you know i threw Asian hats and all my skeletons, right? Like, because they're this pseudo-Asian, ancient, like, alchemical Yama King-style army is, is my thing. And now they're like, no, 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 you can't be Yama Kings, the book. Like, you have to be fire people. Like, it, like, it, it, like I see what you're saying there, is that they're, they're kind of removing a little bit of player agency in the customization for your army by locking it into rules. Which is the, the bad way rules can be used, is when rules put a box on creativity that firmly right and so like now you're going to create situations where like okay you want to make your scourge privateers from shadow everything says fire you're from Akshi, so on and so forth and there's going to be an incongruency between your made up sweet awesome army and what your rules say you do and that's that's bad that we don't mm -hmm. want that we want we liked not locking you into your paint scheme to get your battalion uh for a sigmar you know where you had to be fucking blue and yellow or whatever you well, and that's this is this is Firestorm was the thing that caused the internet rage of you have to paint your army this city's colors, and they changed it. So then now they make a you have to play your city in this realm rule where it's kind of like, I know it's not you don't have to paint it that way, but it's still like you're forcing this down my throat to be something I don't want it to be. Yeah. yeah so like, yeah, and like it's funny because like you you get to like there's some like hobby rage there. Um, and then I have like the rules rage there. So who, did, who, so who is this appeasing then? I guess is like who's happy about that? The people who think that gray water facets are too strong. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> um, so, so you're displeased with uh, with with battalions uh, again? I just I feel like it's roulette if you get good a good battalion in your book. It's just it almost doesn't even whatever i i barely consider them anymore because but that i'm used to not having good battalions you know i'm just well, even if it wasn't battalions i want a reason to go mono faction i want a reason to have my synergies between my units like uh like my test game i played a big unit 15 drake spawn knights and i played a, a couple uh dragons because i was like proxying with them order draconis because that's the only thing i had in australia now the only synergy i had between all of my units was plus one to wound command ability like, that's not a reason to build an army just of those guys because you get plus one to wound for a command point of turn. Yeah, and so, I think the way that you said it to me, right, when we first talked about mm -hmm. it was, was the exact way. It's like, I'm taking a 1,200-point Phoenix Temple army, and then this other shit just gets put in it. I wanted mm -hmm. it to be like, all of this stuff has come together to, to be a unit instead of, a, this is my army with free ally points so I can take whatever else I want. Well, if they had better command abilities, there would be more of a reason or artifacts or something that would give buffs, all that sort of stuff. 
or like the like a city like the city command abilities you know like so that your city mm. was affected by this command ability instead of still the same units that were always affected by it mhm yeah yeah so so the synergy is sort of like disconnect in some in, in some like theme builds is the problem there's not much yeah there's not a lot of reason in uh the city's built to not just go best in slot to just go, what's the yep. best in slot infantry? Do it. What's the best in slot cavalry? That's what I got. What's the best mage? Got it. And that pretty much just means that you've got this giant book with like 80 war scrolls in it, and you only want to even look at 15 of them. It's yeah. a legend. And to just to answer thing. Brendan, I said the one with the picture is really yeah. good. So we, yep. did, we did acknowledge this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's how these books always work. If they have a picture, they're good. You want to play them. If they don't, yeah. don't even read what it says. Yeah, that's the... Uh... The hammer hall. Uh, oh, there, oh, there he is. Brendan just wildly show up, showed up in the chat, and yeah, we'll about that battalion. Oh, you, th yeah. you think we're not on top of this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like that. That heavy cavalry is is just as a as a thing in the game again. I'm I like heavy cavalry. I've always kind of been, been a big yeah. Fan, so I, I'm happy. I have that. The one so bright side is that like how Joe owns all of those dwarves riding bears from uh, cyborg and finally there's a good reason to use those because they're gorgeous <laughs> models and i want to paint bears but like there's never been a heavy cav unit that is appropriate yeah yeah joe it, he was using them as tempesters uh, i believe um but it's it's bear cavalry like proxy it as anything and no as long as the the weapons look close no one's going to be mad but yeah there's uh, a lot of really good third-party dwarves that now people can use in their city's book because they were just yeah. like here's my dwarf demigriffs here's my dwarf shadow warriors and stuff oh yeah cavalos death riders let's go mm. um <laughs> yeah um so 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 you're so like uh is the book like a misfire for you or, or you're you're still like pretty happy about it uh, for me i think it's a placeholder book until a book i'm excited about is okay, okay. the same way that i feel like it's a band-aid i feel like it's a band-aid in my tournament army building that I'm quite happy to be playing this for the next six, nine months or something like that. Just, okay. yeah, because there's lots of different builds and uh, I want to try a whole bunch of them. But I, uh, but I don't feel like it scratches the itch perfectly. Like, I'm not like, this is me, this is my army. Man, y'all were supposed to be my ringers for this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Like I see, I I think it's an important book for 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 the game of Age of Sigmar because of the hobby and the and the kind of bringing people back to the table. I really do. Maybe you're a lot happier if you're an Empire player. Like if if you're you you play humans, maybe you're a lot happier with this book. No, if you're an Empire player, you're a Bretonian player, so you're not happy. And again, they they also just lost in cities. They lost their battalion as well, and their battalion's great. So yeah, and they lost their dude on horse, which apparently is the biggest deal in the world. I've never seen so many people so pissed about a dude on a horse before. Was that the guy on the robot horse? Because that robot horse was cool. not the robot one. That one's been gone for a while. This is just the the free guild general on horse. He's not yeah. in the book anymore, and people are just pissed. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I did. so for doing a this is called a blind show because I want my opinions as they they come up to be organic you know in the moment uh, so these are for me it's I'm doing a like essentially a blind show and just leading questions and stuff uh, so I've kind of been on like internet blackout a little bit to hear other people's opinions I haven't listened to listened uh, to coach's rundown yet he was on the show we talked about the book kind of before it came out um, 
you know, I, I Doom, I haven't listened to his yet, and I left Warhammer Weekly last night before they started to really dive into the book itself. I, I you know, the the real Warhammer Weekly show is the is the rambling before the show starts <laughs> for me, uh, you know, which is why I stole their idea for that and just made it into an entire show. <laughs> Um, no, it, it, uh, no, but I, you know, I, I had the family stuff and then I came back, whatever. And by that time they were off. Um, so like, I, like, I, I guess is, is the internet not happy with this book? Did I miss that? It's no? very different wherever you go. Like yeah. Facebook is, I don't understand Facebook Warhammer people. Cause they just feel like they're in their own little world. Like there's all these people picking up this book and they're just like, Oh, he cut out. Oh my God, this oh, was gone. And everyone's like, we knew about that. Yeah. Like we knew about the, uh, you know, the things getting put in the bin, like, yeah, you know, like. Oh, like they're just, they're just now finding out about it. Like they bought the book and they opened it and they're just like, where are my dwarf miners? And we're just like, <laughs> first off, like they were in the compendium three years ago. <laughs> like, how have you like all those people book? aren't real. All of those yeah. people are like us fucking with people because yes. I've never met those people in real life. Like, yeah. it's like, and maybe that's why, because they just, it's like adult mine and... it's like adult Minecraft players. I've never met one specifically in person that for <laughs> yeah. real plays Minecraft. Yeah. Children fine, but I see them talking about it on the internet constantly and I'm like when's the last time you played Minecraft? Oh, I don't really play it. I just defend the game. Like, <laughs> you, you, like they don't exist adult Minecraft players and anyone who tells me you play Minecraft in chat right now, you're fucking lying. Like I, <laughs> like you're just trolling me until I see it in reality with my own eyes. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, though, I think there's a little bit of that on, on Facebook. And I, I mean, I try, I, I tend to stay off, uh, Facebook Warhammer groups just because, um, oh, they're, they're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of next week, we're going to have the guy who runs the vast majority of them on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I um, pity his job. That's, that's a rough job. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but no, like I see, I see I'm I, my cursory glance, but this is as somebody who doesn't play any of these armies and has no intent on playing any of these armies. I didn't get my digital copy and go, okay, I now feel like running an army in this book. Like, it didn't do that for me. Beasts of Chaos did. Like, I started, like, I read Beasts of Chaos. I'm like, oh, I can build it this way. I can build it this way. And, like, I'm in love with the army now. Like, it's, like, it's my, you know, my second love. It's my mistress after death. Um, you know, there, there are books out there. IDK for a little while, I was really happy to find out uh, Joe picked them up because... It's like I'm vicariously playing them through him. My uh, friend Sam playing Sylvaneth. I'm happy he plays Sylvaneth because I get to vicarious. There are books out there where you're like, I could almost, you know, if I didn't have a two army rule, I could almost play that. You know, like I, you, you start to get tempted into play it, right, right, Christian? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, until, but, but there are there are factions out there. There are books that come out. Slanesh. I, you know, I had it proxied up. I was ready for my beast to go. <laughs> fully depraved i played one game tabled the guy top of two and i'm just like i didn't do that like you know like <laughs> like i just like i walked back i've just like walked back from the table and i'm just like i wasn't in control of any of that i just actually really did just push my models forward and blew up his entire skaven army i'm like uh oops <laughs> um you know but you know so like i you know slanesh had that where like Okay, look, like, yeah, I want to run this army, and there are armies out there that that do that for me. Where I'm like, okay, I've read the book now, now I want to go out and play it. Fire Slayers is one of those armies that I almost really want to run, but Christian, I understand you. Uh, 
you sold them when the selling was good. Like you, you like right when demand was great for them, because mm. I think I oh, still think Hearthguard Berserkers are still sold out everywhere. I, like, I, I still and I was that... selling a painted army of Hearthguard Berserkers when you couldn't even buy them. Well, see, and that's the thing is I, I, I think that's part of the reason we haven't seen them like really wrecking people yet is because people don't have them yet. It's, it's, it's best of gores and enlightened for like New Zealand and Australia where they just, they weren't, people couldn't get, you know, the, the stuff that made Beasts of Chaos great for months and then boom, they are. And then we start to see them top 10, top 10, top 10, uh, which is why I think, uh, Brendan likes me at all because I predicted Beasts of Chaos were good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, um <laughs> uh but no no like there's um uh there's like there's armies that do that this book doesn't do that for me and that's the only gauge i have for whether i think it's like a total success or a resounding success is if i read it and i go i can see the timeline beginning to split and like there is a darker timeline where i play cities of sigmar or something that timeline doesn't exist. There's not even like the little part of my brain that goes like, I could do this. It, and I think that's unfortunate because there was a possibility where, uh, you know, the dark elf stuff is all really great. Cold one riders are, I'm sorry. Uh, Drake spawn nights are like, there's a possibility where like stuff like that existed. Uh, yeah, I joke about, uh, hollow heart and stuff, but I joke about hollow heart in the same way. Like I was talking about Zinch and change host coming back. I'm like, I'm like, I don't have an interest of actually playing the game that way. I just think it's something that you could do. And I think there's going to be a cross-section of human that that really wants to do that, and they're going to love this book. Um, for like, when Order Draconis got binned, right? I was like, this is fine, because Order Setenta still exists. So I'm going to make all of my dragons. They're going to be Dark Elf dragons now. And they'll probably have something just like Order Draconis do. But, you know, after actually playing it, you're like, well, they don't have stacking war attacks like the dragon horn used to have they don't have the double move they don't have reroll to hit they've still got the shitty old breath weapon mm-hmm. and it's just like everything is slightly worse than the grand alliance order book of you know 2016 well and yeah and the, and i mean and that's the worst possible feels bad is like do you want to do the thing you were doing before except slightly worse and different and you yeah. no no i want to keep doing the thing i was doing before and i i think with battalions and stuff with some of the the city's battalions and 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 like you said your best in slot take there are people out there who are just like oh man i don't get to just play my army and then just slightly better but it is it is a proper it is a proper like fat fat middle book though like there's there's some viable builds but it's i think it is right just because it's so yeah. big right it's, like it, uh, there's good shit in here there's no doubt and you can play any of it in a yeah. So I I think it's I think it's definitely gonna be played and gonna be fine. But I I think like part of it too is maybe it's just me like to take away most of my favorite kits and then not give me something back, just yeah. a a stint if that's what we want to call it yeah. now. It it just felt like uh, I don't know. And as well, I, I feel for the dark elf players as well because like there's the guys that love Charybdis and they think they're they're like their favorite models and stuff and charybdis <laughs> has got worse so How? like these guys that have been waiting for three years for their charybdis to finally get a new war scroll update they finally got one and it's worse and they're like all right well back to the next three year timer and then maybe we <laughs> like get... they reset the clock you know like yeah. reset the... um but it's battle line right so that's cool you can yeah. you can play three of them in their battle line yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it's 
It's like on Warhammer Weekly when Vince is just like, how low does it have to be before it's worth taking? And it like, it's about 60 points is when it's worth taking. The answer is Hobby Bear 100% resoundingly, yes. Uh, Bryce is the hottest get in podcasting right now. That's why I'm having him on twice in like, within like... <laughs> <laughs> four months four weeks span or something <laughs> but yeah you know, like man so like it was weird that things actually got worse in this book to me just from like a thousand you know you know thousand yard point of view type thing looking at it going why would that get worse um hmm. like some stuff got better like i look at my yeah. phoenix temple and the biggest thing about my phoenix temple was to run Phoenix Temple, you needed to stack wizards before, right? That was the thing that to, to make the army. So all your allies went. Now I only have to cast one spell. Um, suddenly I have all of that 400 points back. So I can start spending it on fun stuff. You know, like yeah, Shadow Warriors are a fun thing I can have. Yeah, like I don't... Yeah. All this sort of stuff means I get more points back in my army to spend on different types of units that well, I, I don't... Well, your your Phoenix great. Guard did get better, though. Like, your Phoenix Guard specific... Your, your Phoenix Temple yeah. army got better. Like, that's a better better army. Order Draconis yeah. is, like, just gone. swept under the rug. It's gone. Um, I guess, Bryce, going forward, what, um, you know, you can play, uh, Christian, you can play Phoenix Temple for, like, three, six months until the next book, the next hot shit book comes out. Um, Bryce, what are, what are your plans with this book, then? I mean, we, we were kind of talking about a narrative thing, but but are you going to be building the city thing, or are you just going to maintain your, your existing project and kind of stay the course? Did this Did this move the needle, in other words, for you? I think, like, in a, in a motivate me to paint some of the stuff I have that I don't paint, sure. Like, yeah. And it, I think it'll get me, get me through. But I was really hoping for something that I could play and be excited about playing. Because, like, I can always be excited about hobbying. Like, I can always be excited about doing something, mm-hmm. trying to make something cool. But, like, a lot of my struggle in going to tournaments is the three hours I have to play the game and not because like I have a great time. Like I love the person at the table from me, but like part of it's feeling a connection to what I'm playing and being yeah. able to like really like, I really get passionate about like challenging someone to a duel. I love to do that. And I like love to have like my generals going to go and like duel you. And like, I just don't have an army that I like love anymore, mm. which is sad. You know, and like I, I'm not a dark elf guy, but I'm doing it because it'll look cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much a high elf guy, and like I like phoenixes, but I don't know something like something's do you, missing. Do you like do you like playing that that army? I do. I, I like a defensive army, and I always found that was why I couldn't get into my deckin because I just instinctively want to play something very defensive. Yeah. But um, as I've said a couple of times, uh, my problem after playing a lot of Phoenix Temple was I found that I wasn't winning my games because I was playing like making good tactical decisions. I was winning my games because people didn't have the tools in their list to deal with my armor. And then it was like, I felt like I won the game at list building, not at actual general. Yeah. And part of it is it's like a three unit army, I think, too. Where There's that, some homogeny like, to it. Yeah. Playing 90 Phoenix card is, that's cool. They look really cool on the table. And Phoenixes are my favorite model. So, I, yeah, I like I like to put it down, but I like to 
do you want different some, stuff. You want you some know? points of visual interest throughout. Like I'm, um, you know, OCR Bone Reapers. I'm hoping the best way to run them is Neapolitan, right? Like as you take a unit of you take a unit of the dudes with shields, you take a unit of the guys with the the swords, you take a unit of your infantry, you take a couple units of the cavalry, and you just kind of go through and you you pick all the cool stuff, right? If it comes out and it's eels again, the best way to run it is Cavalos Death Riders and just eighteen of them. Uh, or whatever, if, you know, it's their units of five, like just 40 of them. Um, there's going to be that small part of me that's like super happy because fucking Calvary's great. But <laughs> then I'm also going to be like looking at all of the other models. I already know Games Workshop is just, Games Workshop j- just has a blank check sitting there with my name. And I just have to fucking sign in the dollar amount when that, that army comes out. But uh, so I'm just going to have all of that stuff just sitting on my shelf. It's never going to hit the table. And I'm just going to like, uh oh, you know, like you're going to have that disconnect. Um, you know, speaking of an army you love, I loved Bone Zone version 1.0, 80 skeletons, Nagash, uh, you know, 10 Black Knights, my old list. When that died, I felt like I lost, like, a part of my soul. And for the last, like, three or four tournaments, I felt, felt completely disconnected from them. Not from the people, you know, we had a great conversation at, at, uh... Uh, Nash, uh, NashCon, uh, Mid- Midwest Meltdown, I really connected with a lot of people and to where I finally figured out who it, who the person is online and who they are in person to where I felt familiar enough walking up and introducing myself in person for the first time in like a year, right? Um, so like all that stuff was good, but then like, you know, I'm, I'm playing the, uh, you know, I was playing that weird mutant version of, of, uh, of, uh, of Legion of Nagash and I'm like, this isn't, you know, my army and like I just... You know, isn't that just because you bailed on your agreement with Kyle to take 16 more guys? <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was it, it sucked. Um to, to But not... you know, that's good for Kyle because imagine if you got the reputation of being the Morgas guy after that. Catacross is best uh, is uh, is is best across. I'm sorry, what was that? What did you say? I got the reputation. Oh, yeah, if like everyone was like, "Oh, Andrew, the Morgas guy." No, I see, I don't like... want that. <laughs> I don't want that. And see, and that's the thing is, like, he thought it would have been cool until he loses his title as the Morgas guy, and then he's like sad. So he's like the Morgas Archon uh, Archon guy, right? And and uh, and like he'll be like he would have been sad to like have that remo- removed from his identity in the long run. I think so. It's probably for the best. Um. No, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've loved my Death March army. You know, I think it's really cool. I found a neat combo, and, and I like when I find combos. Uh, so my Death March list has been, like, a nice little... It's been a stopgap for me, though. Uh, while I hope that OCR Bone, OCR Bone Reapers have that spark again that my original Nagash list had. Um, and I guess that's kind of a sad state of affairs when it comes to Age of Sigmar, is, is um, your favorite list existed or will exist at some point in time and you're only ever going to have that that time period with it before it changes and you know so you got to embrace the change obviously or you know you got to embrace the change you got to embrace your friends uh the the community aspect of it really keeps you i think engaged even when you kind of disconnect a little bit from the army you're playing you know if you love winning it's probably easy for you you just you just build the thing that wins and you feel that connection again because you feel that connection to winning. But for the, for those of us who look for a little bit more out of our uh, out of out of this game, you, you know, whose identity does go into their army, right? Like, a, you know, I associate, you know, I'm a death player. I will always be a death player. Yeah, I take a little vacation to Chaos Town every now and then, but like it, that's part of my identity. And if death just rotates all the way to the bottom, we've seen a lot of favor in the last year, a lot of favor. 
if we become the destruction, it, where what destruction had been for like the last year and year and a half, two years, ever since they were punished for their their shenanigans in uh, GHB 2016 or whatever. Like, uh, you know, it, it, I'm just going to be sitting there playing death, you know, in the basement because that's where my identity is. And I'm, you know, like if I can't, if I can't win with death, is it really winning? You know, like, yeah. So, you know, that was with the Slanesh thing. Like I pushed the models across the table and I went, I didn't do that. Like that had nothing to do with my, kind of like what you were talking about with like, people didn't have the tools to deal with your Phoenix temple. It felt like that when I played Slanesh, I was just like, uh, Cool. Oh, that's awesome. When you do it with Bestigors, it feels like you're the underdog. When you <laughs> run them across the table in Beast of Chaos, <laughs> and you're like, this is either going to work or it's not. <laughs> and then you play Deployment Chess, and like, so you feel like you made decisions <laughs> at Deployment to set, set up your victory. Uh, you know, you summon on a, a Chimera in their back lines, and you watch them have to make the two bad decisions. But you're like, I summoned that Chimera. You know like, <laughs> I thought it was interesting with my like experience of being the Phoenix guy how we went from at the start of uh, the experience everyone was so happy to play against phoenix temple and then they just got less and less happy as the boogeyman reputation went up yeah yeah but people were just like oh my god elves i haven't seen these in two years what do they yeah, do i get and, that all the time yeah. and people like before like i think chris tomlin started playing phoenixes in the uk mm -hmm. like it was like oh cool high elves i love high elves and i was like yeah so do i <laughs> and then i was like oh cool another frost heart phoenix guy like yep. what do you mean i love this model yeah. <laughs> but i don't know yeah yeah so so this actually segues into like the hidden topic for the night which is which is perspective right like how do you keep perspective when a tome doesn't live up to your expectations on age of sigmar you have any cheat codes mm. Mm. cry at night cry at do you night. have any <laughs> yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I'm not, I still like to, uh, I'm not a very good theory crafter. Like, I will have stupid ideas for lists, but I don't think I'm the sort of person that can have an idea in my head of accurately how well it will perform on the table from the theory crafter list. I need to actually play it to see. So that was something like when um, the Dead King came out, like I built the Thrall list and actually played the Thrall list because I wanted to see if it was a thing. And it turned out it wasn't a thing, and painting that many thralls was a lot of effort <laughs> for a thing that wasn't very good. But at least but that's how I tried it. And um, I, I do think there are lists in this that I do want to try. I'm not sure if they're the best lists, but I do want to try them. So that's sort of my goal, is I pick an event and I so, pick a list. So yeah, like, I'll try the Wild Rider list. I'll try, you know, a Sisters of the Watch list. I'll, yeah, I'll try a bunch of yeah, so so sticking with it, well, maybe a little bit, not not going doom and gloom and just like ah checking out. Um, me and my eighty reavers feel that. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you knew at the time you were betting in future stocks. Like you thought we all we all, I and I was I was wrong too. I thought that the points on all the Namardi stuff was going down. Um, and if it went down, then you know we're in you know, we're in we're in Byville. But they did not go down nearly enough. So uh, you're in Selville now. <laughs> yeah. So he bought 80 Reavers. I bought 70 Shadow Warriors. Who invested what? Yeah. Hey, someone yeah. won the stock market this week or this uh, <laughs> this this quarter. <laughs> that was you. Uh, and then Bryce invested in 200 Swordmasters. So. Yeah, but I got those. To be fair, I got those for like a dollar a piece. Yeah. Like people are like, "Do you want these Swordmasters? I'll never paint them." Yeah, I'll take them. How much? Five bucks. 
yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> you just get free stuff. We're at BashCon, and some guy's just like, here's a thousand points of Wood Elves. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, I love oh you, Stu. What happened to my Wood Elves? <laughs> Yeah, well, see, this is the power of being an elf, like of being one of the uh, the elf the elf bros, right? Of being one of the uh, the elf affiliates. Um, exactly. Like I, I truthfully, I've never actually gone through and counted, but if I did, it's got to be ten thousand points of high elves that I would would have. Some of them obviously don't have points anymore, but I've probably paid thirty percent of cost for the high elves that I have because people just like. Take them, please take them. No, I here's a bucket full of them. Yeah, I'll give you fifty bucks for that. So Bryce, a... if you were gonna go the chariot build with the stupid you know, D three mortal wounds, lots of chariots. Yeah, you use yeah. all your high elf chariots as dark elf chariots. How many chariots do you think you could field? So I have eighteen chariots, eighteen high elf chariots. Yep. I have three actual scourge privateer chariots, and I have two sky cutters so what's that 18 21 23 chariots i could field sounds great it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome um man so yeah i um i guess the th one of the the missteps and i i think we kind of we we covered it briefly is how i think living city is really awesome uh, and if you pull in the Sylvaneth models into it, I think you can do some real damage with, with a living city list, uh, and some Sylvaneth stuff. And I tried to sell my friend Sam on doing that, and he's a Sylvaneth player, and then he's just like, that feels dirty, because I want to play Sylvaneth. And, uh, and, uh, and then on the other side, the city's player is like, I want to play my city stuff, I don't want to play with Sylvaneth stuff. And so there's this like weird, like that's Unless you're a wood elf guy. Then you're like, I'm not except curious. Tom Lyons, because Tom Lyons just has <laughs> like no conscience. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, but he's he's um he's very much into the, like the theory and the proof of premise style. Like where he's like, can you do this? Yes, you can. And then doing it. And he's he's like he's that's the reward for him. Uh, faction loyalty is a little. I mean, it's strange, but I, I keep seeing it crop up in a lot of players. I'm like, look at this faction loyalty decision that that I, I witness people continue to make, um, and it shows up in hobby. You know, you you hobby things certain ways. Uh, you know, I don't like this model, and I just refuse to play it. Um, but I I felt it a little bit with Beast of Chaos, like my, with the exception of Corn, because Corn is pretty heavy metal, and I'd run Corn anyway. It's just Bestigors are way cooler than any other shit, um, so I'd run Cornigors or whatever. Um, but like running as Slanesh, it felt dirty for the Beast of Chaos. And so like, I, I'm seeing a little bit of that beginning to crop up with people in the Cities of Sigmar book is, is they're making decisions not to be best in slot because they feel dirty playing with somebody else's stuff in their city and even within the book. Um, also I don't really, like, the Facebook groups has a lot of people going against WYSIWYG at the moment, which I don't know, like all of our tournaments are WYSIWYG over here. So we always want stuff. If it's meant to have an ax, have an ax. But I'm seeing a lot of like, oh, like, uh, what are all of these, like, you know, Empire, like, I don't know, whatever, some stupid, like, my Dwarf Warriors. How about I just say that they're all, uh, you know, like, great swords now, or all Phoenix Guard now, just because they're the best infantry. Yeah. How do you feel, how do you feel about, like, so, Order Draconis or Seaguard, like, how do you feel about playing those as something else? See, those ones don't really feel like they have an equivalent, do they? Because, yeah. like, a Dragon Blade doesn't have anything. 
So and, and I'm like, not planning to use them for anything. That's what I think that might be what gets me the most is like it, it felt in the beginning like you would be able to play whatever as something, you know, like there'd be a way to go with our Draconis. There should have been just like how the Compendium PDF has, you know, get the Ilaria model, it's an Archmage or whatever. Yeah. Like we should have had that in this book saying Swordmasters are executioners and they should have just had that little table in the front of the book and it suddenly would have made so many people so much happy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you don't you don't ever really want to leave stuff up to interpretation on the table or anything, you know, like you don't... Um, one of the things that's super intimidating getting into Age of Sigmar... Um, I had quit playing for, uh, war, wargaming for, you know, several years, like, you know, seven years or something like that. Um, missed the end times, but the last time I was playing was basically 40k 5th ed, I believe. And, uh, what you see is what you get was super important. Like, I can't use frag grenades that are on my model's profile, or on my, uh, unit's profile. Like, it's on the profile. They, they, they have it. They can't not. Um, if I didn't have it modeled, it was really like ticky tacky with shit like that. Um, you know, I've, I've sometimes had people joke about like Nagash can't make his sword attacks because he doesn't uh, like, I don't have it modeled on him because I'm looking for a fucking katana that, mm -hmm. that fits him. And it's like, and you know, like every now and then, like I'll get like a joke like that, but I haven't, but nobody's been like, you know, judge, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's nice in that situation because there are a lot of kit bashing and people uh taking liberties with like their models and stuff but on the other hand in the case of a book like this there's so many cans of worms i don't know what half these models look like you know out out the gates i fucking hate empire i just see humans and i want them all to die uh you know that was always my perception um like the like i'm not going to split hairs over the difference between a handgunner and a rifleman or whatever the fuck your unit is i'm just going <laughs> to i'm going to look at your list you're going to tell me what the thing is on the table and i'm going to go okay and then i'm going to fucking kill it like but you're getting to a point where people who care way more there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of gray that now is left up to the community to interpret that that's left up to the TOs to interpret and there's not a Man, a little guide at the beginning would have been really nice, right? That just says you can use your yeah. sword masters for these. Like, what, a, what? Just a single page of like these proxies are legal or whatever, you know? Like, well, I think part of it too. Like, I think in what Christian, I, not to put words in your mouth, but what you're saying is like people are taking dwarf warriors and saying these are free guild guard. Like, they're not even. That's close. that's like a written rule. You can't do that, right? Like, we couldn't play dragon blades as whatever they're called blood blood knights right yeah, like yeah. said they have to be converted you can't you just have to convert them you have yeah. to show some effort to make it look like the thing so yeah. people are taking their dwarf warriors and saying that they're free guild handmen or whatever the hell they're called so yeah, i don't play either of them but I it's don't like care that much if it's like one of the out of stock models and they've converted it so if it's meant to have an axe it's got an axe and stuff if it's converted but, i agree yeah but then I don't like the ones that I've seen where people are just using it as the better unit. Like I've seen yeah. people that are just like, oh, executioners aren't as good as greatswords, so now all of my executioners exactly. are greatswords. Yeah, and without any just... effort to... Yeah, no, they're just saying it's the other one because the scroll's better, and yeah. See, I feel like that's a little bit of a feels bad for, like, other other people. On one hand, you don't have, like, not, not every person who, you know, was trading in stocks bought all their executioners 
uh, you know, they bought all their executioners thinking they were going to get good and all that was going to change is they're going to get unmodified sixes and explode for two mortals and stuff like that. So they invested heavily in them. Uh, they're actually worse than great sorters. So like, nope, they're great sorters now. And so it's like, like, okay, cool. You saved money. But on the other hand, like at least show me the effort on the, on the model that you're, you're not just like taking the best in slot. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, even if it's like a, simple conversion it's still an attempt at a conversion like i i don't care about that at all yeah. like, if, like even gonna... if it's just a you cut the sword off and glued it on sure that's fine but yeah switch the to sword. say this is this is where it's like you're just i feel like that's gonna happen a lot with this and it's gonna get cheapen it. and weird it's gonna cheapen yeah. it a little bit it's gonna yeah i mean you, you want to avoid a, a necrolepsy I, I think in general like i'm pretty I try to be a little bit more of an ambassador and I don't want to like gatekeep any, anybody here. Um, I don't mean here. I mean, in general in the hobby. Um, and you're not talking about hobby snobbery. Like this isn't like, Ugh, no. you didn't convert your thing, you know, like, and that's not what they're talking about. Uh, chat or the dear listener at home. Uh, that's not what they're saying. It's, it's really this, this, this super shortcut, um, you know, no fucks given, and then that same person who goes goes my executioners or my dwarf warriors are great sorters. Uh, when the next somebody wins a tournament with the next army list, they're just going to say that unit's whatever unit the uh, was in that better that that other list that won. And you're gonna you're gonna start to see this like weird sort of like I think the byproduct is like a weird sort of like whack mentality that we actually that is. A pretty negative connotation right? i remember in like seventh edition tournaments in australia when demons were super overpowered so it was all about those flesh hounds but flesh hounds were metal at the time and australia of course everything costs 20 times as much as it does everywhere else in the world so people were just running chaos hounds and they just painted them red and it was yeah. uh, it seemed like there was a real <laughs> like i understand that the metal flesh hounds would have cost like 500 dollars for the army <laughs> but yeah it looked kind of bad where people just had uh, you know whatever like an entire army of just the wrong dogs. Hey, hey, you leave my oh, fucking yeah. dire wolves. Oh, yeah, you've Finn got Reese your... And... <laughs> I have yeah. my Finrisian wolves, man. Just straight up. Yeah. Um, Aren't and... they the ones that are also painted to fit Joe's army instead of yours? No, no, I don't oh, have okay. those anymore. No, I, I yeah. was using those when uh, when <laughs> I, I had... Uh, I have the original dire wolves, but they're... <laughs> uh, they are not paint score worthy. Like, there's... <laughs> they're not very good. I mean, they're like square rectangle bases and stuff. They're they're terrible. Um, so I used his because I, I was worried about getting docked points like really bad. And when you first go to your, your like your first set of tournaments, like you hear the internet and what they say people do to you at tournaments, and like someone's gonna like talk about your base and stuff, and then like you're gonna have to take it off the table, and you know that, that fucking shit doesn't happen. But at the time, I thought it would, and so I used uh, Joe's the one time. But no, I've got my own. I've got got 10 regular ones and 10 old crappy direwolves well 10 finrisian ones <clears throat> but yeah that's i mean i i've done it i guess i'm guilty of it right because i've just been like these are finrisian wolves these are direwolves but i mean they're a f it's a fucking wolf <laughs> what do you want from yeah me? <laughs> yeah i think a wolf and you painted it to match your arm yeah too, the, right? the like purple you... the purple and black like the sort of midnight colors and they need a little uh uh, magical glyphs on the on, mm. uh, freehanded on them to be like Nagash has like summoned them into existence not like they're just wolves from the woods because that's the whole thing that's why my skeletons are green it's the necromantic energy that, that makes them green they're not just naturally bone 
which I'm going to have yeah. trouble reconciling when Ossiarch Bone Reapers come out, um, because I want my armies to be like, this is my Nagash's, you know, spread. Um, but I think I've got an in. I think I'm going to go with the green, that re go green reads as black, and so it's just like deep in that, that green soul energy to make it, instead of making it soul energy, make it like the physical object is like that super deep green. So, I think that's my in. But we'll so, see. all right. Bryce, back on to elves. Yeah, can back you, on to elves. Can you, you tell me? You had to ask me about direwolves. Yeah. Um, all right. I wanted to ask if you, uh, any little combos or something that have inspired you to things you want to run. Not like an entire army list, but are you just like, oh, like I really like, you know, these couple units with these spells or something. Uh, so obviously we've talked about it a hundred times, but I feel like Assassin Shadow Warrior is something that I just can't not do. Great, yeah. I've always I mean, wanted to do a Shadow Blades army just because yeah. it's a shit idea, but I want to do a Shadow Blades army. Yeah, yeah. That's so, not like my favorite lore in Age of Sigma, even though there's only ever been written three pages out of it. <laughs> what's what's the lore? I'm sorry, I'm not a lore. Oh, guy. it's like Assassin's Creed. Like basically, they hunt down and kill all of the Chaos cultists before they've been like shown to actually be Chaos. And they had this nice little thing where there's like the assassin's mark and it just appears on the assailant. So, but like, if you're like a Zinch cultist, you just get like a dagger tattoo to show up on your arm and then you know you're on a countdown to death because all of the Shadow Blades are after you. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so what, what if... So I have this... I think you kind of have the same thing as me, but like I need my army to have a monster, a dragon, a hero on a monster, something. Why would you not have a dragon? People exactly. who don't have exactly. dragons are stupid. Yeah. Yes. So, a Shadow Blades army, yeah. all yeah. Shadow Blades. Yeah. How are we fitting the dragon in there? Oh, okay. Um. All right. First off, the dragon has to be wearing a cloak and have two yes. daggers. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 He has all claws. All of his claws are daggers. Yep. Um. Yeah. No, that's a tough one. Uh, we do need to put a dragon in there. I don't know. You know. So, like with Wanderers, it's easy. You make a forest dragon, and yeah. I. You know, that's an army that I'll probably sneak up down the path because, like, a Nomad Prince plus some Wild mm -hmm. Riders and a Forest Dragon. Mm -hmm. Even though I have to play it as a Black Dragon or something. Yeah, or a Star yeah. Drake or something yuck, you know. Yeah, something yucky yeah. like that. But, um, yeah, so Look at that's, this elf, I think, something elf for snobbery. us to think about. Look at this Elf <laughs> snobbery going on. Mm. Yeah, and the elves, elves have a reputation for being snobs but wow okay. I feel like if i was ever gonna run a steam tank it would be a steam dragon <laughs> <laughs> and it would have an elf on it because fuck those dwarves <laughs> even though i had a fire slayers army like i'm still like anti-dwarf but i owned a fire slayer. yeah that's see that's weird is like you you owned a fire slayers army and your your elven loyalty runs deep <laughs> what was that all that's about it. like yeah, it was um, a competitive thing. Was it, it was... I like the playstyle. Basically, I was like, these play like my Phoenix. And I just had wanted Phoenix Temple with Ren for so long that I couldn't wait. So I made Dwarf Phoenix Temple. Well, now you've got it. You've got... Yeah. You've got Ren and you've got an extra, like, 400 points of, yeah. of candy. Yeah. So the thing yeah. that I'm excited about, and I think the thing I want to run at Dragonfall, if I can get it painted fast enough, is I want to use those empowered endless spells. So I want to use the bridge. So I can go for the Alpha Strike Phoenix Temple, scoot, where scoot. I just want to put yeah. all of the Phoenix Guard in your face at turn one. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, what is it? The uh, if you go Tempest Eye, you get they all get plus one to charge. Yep. 
Yep, and you also and they're plus one a... on their war scroll, aren't they? Yep, so. and there's a command trait as well of uh, re-roll charges if you near the general. So that's not bad. Well, so you can roll on sevens instead of nines, right? Like yeah, so uh, re-rollable sevens. So you can bridge them all up on turn one, and uh, is yeah. super powered cogs. Does that help that movement would, or what? That would super stack powered. as well. Uh, no, there's no super power for cogs. No. Cogs. Yeah. But still, like, you, if you took cogs as well, you would be on a plus four re-rollable yeah. to charge. But I think plus seven is reliable enough. Yeah. But that's what I'm excited. I'm just putting 60 Phoenix Guard in your face. That's that's just all I want. Is that too <laughs> much to ask for in life? 60 <laughs> Phoenix Guard yeah. in people's faces? Yeah. See, I, it, feels it feels like a fair ask. Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm actually... I See, I'm excited to see your Phoenix Temple on the table again. I think they look great. And I, it's it's cool. It's, it's going to be cool to see what new tech and spin you bring to it with that now that you're not having to run like with sisters of the thorn or whatever and uh hey do i don't want to smart spoil... it's just going to be shadow warriors i don't want to spoil any secrets but do you want to share uh the phoenix living city that we talked about oh no i said i couldn't do that one that one's shit oh because you can't you can't probably can't have the artifact because you can't pick the no problem. you can have the art all right so you know how you can move after shooting right I was going to use the artifact to give the flame phoenix a shooting attack so that way it could move command point and move again so you could double fly over units to get uh 10 mortal wounds and i really wanted to do that but it's only a missile attack and this is an ability in the shooting phase not uh... a ranged weapon so it doesn't actually work bummer mm. man mm. Yeah. Bummer. yeah it's just <laughs> There's just things that they won't let me do, like that whole, like, oh, no one would ever let me put the Assassin in the Endless Spell. You know what? I think I just had a revelation what the biggest problem is. They should have made Unmounted Phoenix battle line. Yeah, yeah. And removed the Behemoth restriction so I could play seven, eight Phoenixes all at one time. That would have been great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did they take them away? They took Unmounted Phoenixes? No, they're, they're, they're still in there. They're just not battle line. They're not in here. Are they? Yeah. Yep. Probably. They've moved them around because, like, one of them's on the first page, one's on the second page. Oh, they can't be doing that. Okay. Yeah, first page. Uh, yep. This is a great YouTube. Everyone just looking yeah. at their book. Yeah. And everyone looking paying at the attention to the chat or each other on the chat. No, I'm, yeah. I've got you covered uh, on chat. Uh, someone made fun of you for loving diapers. There you go. Well, okay. So they're 200 points. Okay. I can get on board then. I take yeah. back my statement. Okay. 200 point flames. Yeah, and, I, and they do work in the battalion, so they will. They don't get their witness to destiny, but they will heal themselves. So that's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and witness to destiny is the uh, that's the comeback one, right? Or they they get. That's back the four up. Them. That's no, that's the uh, four up DPR. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Man, wow. All right. Well, how about this? How about this? Okay, so this was a little bit more down than. You may have expected, but Christian, you can write three. You don't have to give the whole war score, but you get three ideas mm -hmm. that you would like to see in the High Elf book that's coming. See, I think this what is are, great. Yeah. This is great. So, yeah. what are your three? One hero, mm -hmm. one battle line, and one anything. Oh, oh. Okay, so we're in speculating speculation mode, to, like just completely, and and not even that, like you think this is what it's going to be, but like if you wish were list, the writer, literal wish list, you could write yeah, this, this is what it would be, yeah, okay, um, yeah, because Games so... Workshop listens to this show, uh, Ben <laughs> yeah. Johnson, so 
Yeah, yeah he just him. he's taking Spider. notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he wants to be on this show one day. <laughs> yeah. <I'm sure. laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he. Okay. I think he liked in in like a thousand tweets over the last year. I think he liked one of them once yeah. that I responded to, like one of yeah. his things. So like, I'm I'm a I'm a big deal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'm thinking for my battle line unit because this is something I don't think is uh, super common. But uh, but you know, you guys both like D and D, right? And you know, D and D memes are different character archetypes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones they call is the flip mage how you put you're a mage but you put everything into dexterity and you're just an acrobatics fool and you're doing flips and stuff while you're <laughs> doing that and that's that's the kind of thing that i would love to see in mages so if there was like a battle line unit of just like acrobats throwing fire and there was just like cool fire effects like on their hands oh, and feet, oh, feet, yeah. like, sort of like you know they're like street fighter characters with their flame kicks and they're shooting ice balls out of their hands and shit. Oh, they're all dynamic. Like I would love to see something like that. Oh yeah, you could totally do it though. Like, cause the lore master it has the, like has the the backstory of being the the wizard who's also a martial adept. Yeah. yeah. Just take away the sword and like just mitts. There you go. So flip yeah. wizard battle line. Yep. Yep. I'd love to see something like that. And <laughs> I I don't know a hero. I just want to see. No, you can't say I, it. Doesn't count. No, you what? Can't say Tyrion. You can't say Tyrion and Teclas. It doesn't count. Oh uh, no, no, I don't oh, want okay. that. I, okay, okay, okay. I, I just want um a, a really big uh a monster ones. You want just the biggest feathers monster. and claws and just beaks and all. I want everything. So, so if it if that book comes and it's super light, you know, mm-hmm. super bright heavenly high elves, yeah, and there's no dragon, how does that feel? Um, I need a monster. So, if I may, I'm hoping that they don't do just like straight take old fantasy stuff. I I I would love to see like a celestial dragon with like fucking angel wings, just like something over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like yeah, like a feather dragon. That's something we don't really just, have in AOS. Just yeah. just go over the top with it. They they have new technology. The models look better and better with every new like launch. You know, thralls are still some of the most dynamic models I've seen. The turtle looks awesome. It's and it's like kind of weird. Um, like I would love to see something awesome and kind of weird in, in in that. They've got to have a big monster. They've got to have some yeah, badass. If, if there isn't, I'm definitely having one in mind because I will convert it and make sure there is a big monster. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Like when I was considering running Daughters of Cain last year, I was like, I hate these stupid cauldrons. These wheels on staircases look stupid. And I would have just ended up converting them all to be on the backs of hydras, so they were just hydra shrines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you what was the other one? Unit. Yeah, yeah. Oh. any unit, any oh. unit, whether oh. it's cav or it's. Oh yeah, I think I did cav. I think I still want my chocobos. Like people call the stormcast ones chocobos, <laughs> but I want my real chocobos. Yeah, I want my real birds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Proper okay. birds, like actual, like two-legged giant, like uh. Yep. Yeah, right. I want Phoenix Phoenix Chocobos. I want ones that are on oh, fire. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is that is something special there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's actually cool. You know the, the one um so Bryce, you gotta answer your own question now. What are your your three well, Oh, okay. I I want like I want something super, super unique, like Deepkin level. Like no one would have guessed that was the army that was coming. So I want like 
something that's just crazy, first of all. It's got to be something high elfy, sure, but like super unique, which obviously is their avenue and what they try to do, but something that just you see it and you're like, what what on earth is this? Where has this been my whole life? Um, but I want like archers that have like bows made of light energy or something than like just like an elite battle line archer unit. Okay. Ooh. Give yep. me my shooting type of army. All right. Uh, for a hero, it's got to be it's got to be some kind of heavenly dragon. Like all the cool shit you could do, like a like bird. I think a bird or like a like, like a cloud dragon, something like that. Like you know, just something super huge. <laughs> yeah, like like just it's war mammoth size. It's just fucking yeah. Go all in. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh. You know, I want I want a new take on sky cutters. I want heavenly sky cutters. So that's an interesting. That's cool. So that like, reminds me that I want my warhawk riders back because I want warhawk riders so so bad. Warhawk if anyone has so eagles, bad. please please. <laughs> so if Give anyone me eagles, so Give if me I... eagles. <laughs> so if anyone has any warhawk riders, you can at. Uh, Christian <laughs> at uh, minimum underscore pants on Twitter. That's or... Kyle. That's sorry, oh, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. It's maximum underscore pants yeah. on Twitter. Sorry, sorry, my bad. I I I was joking the other day. Like to find which one I want, I just begin to type at pants, and then I look for the picture, <laughs> and then I click it whenever I'm trying to tag you guys on Twitter. Because like I don't keep in mind what degree of pants y'all wear. Yeah. <laughs> um. Or you can go go after Moose Geek, which is at Moose Geek <laughs> underscore. Uh, so like pick yeah. pick which it's like you're voting for an elf bro when you send them your <laughs> when you send them the eagles. So like which elf bro do you like more? Send eagles, and whoever has the most eagles at the like uh, after three months uh, wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't you wouldn't know the amount of times Bryce that I had you know put into my GW cart a whole bunch of Lord Hobbit of the Rings. Eagles. Great eagles, I, yeah. I yeah, was I, I, when Domus sent me the picture of his army. I almost went and bought twenty eagles. Yeah. Like that's absurdly. If you don't know how expensive these are, go to GW and look at them. Uh, <laughs> or I'll just tell you it's two for fifty. Um, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and then I also had the Forge World in my cart too. So <laughs> yeah. Because before I, I did my current Order Draconis, I was like, maybe I'm going to do a uh, Phoenix Temple-themed Order Draconis, and I was going to paint them all up like Phoenixes, and oh, yeah. every single one of my Dragonblade was going to be a Great Eagle. Which, yeah. um, considering they all went in the bin, I would have been very upset with my $1,000 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Phoenixes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, we're chatting. We're chatting. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I got asked in chat here... Uh, which city I would have liked to have seen. I would have actually liked to have seen a Shyish city. Um, because there's supposed to be free cities all over the place. The the mortal realms are inhabited and, you know, uh, they they just because it's Shyish doesn't mean it's fucking evil. You know? Nagashazar probably skews pretty brutal, but like there's gotta be some bastion of mankind still somewhere in Shyish, right? Yeah. And they talk about I still how I think there's a there's an order order death army coming. Yeah, and and they they talk about how like like they live with their ancestors and they go cohabitate. It's actually like 
really chill sounding and like super cool where like uh like all the people who ever died like are just they're still in the city <laughs> see hobby bears comments <laughs> <laughs> and you get to take nagash one in four units get to be lon hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah that would be metal as fuck like i would love to, i would love to see that i think that sells them prime and nagash on the same you army. kidding me <laughs> hammer time like i get to run hammer time and nagash at the same time let's go <laughs> That'd be so great. Would Man. you have liked to have seen in the Cities of Sigma book the Wraith Fleet, which was the Death City from Firestorm? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I want, I want like Hex Wraiths and Black Knights riding side by side with uh with uh, the Cat Bros. Like that would be <laughs> with the Thundercats, like together at last. Like that, that's the kind of shit I want to see. But um, like if you. I mean, I get it. I can go be, make a narrative fluff list and just, like, play somebody at at the LGS or whatever, you know, in head, head to, like, Brendan's basement sometime. And mm. be, fine, I could do it. But it's, it's it, you make, you give it rules, you make it real is, is something. Or like, you could go to one of the Mortal Realms narrative tournaments and then they give you I all could. the rules. I could. <laughs> I could do that. I could do that. Right. Did uh, you if see... they didn't schedule it on my son's birthday, I could... That was unfortunate, yeah. <laughs> I, I could do that. Um, Did either of you know the list that I ran for that last year? That was kind of interesting. They no. let me run a mixed alliance oh, list. everything, right? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. so I went for a like a beast shaman, and he led just all of the unridden stuff. So he had a, an unridden Frostheart Phoenix in his group, and he had an Arachnarok, and he had Salamanders, Ether Wings, and all sorts of stuff. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, um, so actually, uh, what I want for the light book, light elves, the high elves book is is exactly kind of what you're you were talking about, Bryce. Um, I want to see the, I want to see them go all the way and just make something weird and cool. Like, uh, I'd rather they go a little too far and make it oh, too sure. too weird than they don't go far enough because you can always bring it back a little bit. With your conversions, you know, some heads, head swaps away from making it tame and okay, uh, repose it. Because the modeling is just, it's so good now with, with the dynamicism of the models. There's a lot of, you've got a lot of agency over, like, how you sculpt something. Or how you tailor something to your army. But, like, go all the way. If I don't like the fucking, the helmet, I'll, I'll snip a bit off and I'll, you know, smooth it out and I'll green stuff it. Um, uh, have you played much of the Bayonetta games, Andrew? Yes. Okay. How, Bayonetta two is some... like Bayonetta two is is mostly just a re-release. Uh, Bayonetta yeah. one is pretty great though. Because they had some pretty cool like angel robot gigantic oh, yeah. things, Ra with multiple heads and all sorts. Oh of yeah, things. like Razafon in a uh, Razafon in uh, an Animu. Uh, that's basically just like Evangelion two point Razafon's got some like over the top. Like the uh, the Razafon robot actually has the angel wings coming off the head and stuff. Like mm. fucking just go all the way. Hey, give me like like an angel that has like the angel wings coming out the head like a like back and then they also have angel wings made of light material style <laughs> from from uh, diablo just just go go all the way um and uh you know dragons are super important but i would like to see like so the star drake is like kind of a quintessential dragon i i don't remember who i was talking to about this like i i see a star drake and i go that's a fucking dragon, you know, like, but, but it's just, but that's all it is, right? And so on one hand, it's like really cool that it's a fucking dragon. I want to see the, 
I want to see the next. I want to see the the beyond dragon. I want to see where where else we can go. I because dragons are sweet, and I just. But like I, I haven't run just a straight green dragon in my D and D games or like in a long time. It's always some weird fucking void dragon that I've made up. You know, it's a a dragon that bleeds radiation and gravity. Like I just fucking I go crazy with my dragons in my D and D games. Uh, I want to see them go crazy with their dragons. I wanna I want the next the next tier of dragon. The one shot did feature a literal green dragon, but that's because it was modern and having a regular dragon show up was already cool. But I want to see like the the far fantasy, like uh, give me like a farscape like or a far realm fucking crazy ass dragon and go on the light side of things. Um, the other thing I'd like to see is like elves aren't tra- the idea of a good guy in in AOS is kind of you know nebulous. Like it's there's really not like good guys because they they live in brutal times and stuff. Even a uh, Sigmarites will like abandon a city that's just like, you know. Well, no, they're kind of like all they'll fight to the last man, which is kind of cool. But, but other than that, they can be pretty brutal. I would like to see a little bit of like a. I would like to see some humor. I guess is what I'm saying. Like I want to see a little like a touch of humor or heroicism in them, where like they do show up like fucking, like uh, and just like kick the shit out of some stuff. Like I want to see like I want to see them have an epic debut. I guess is what I'm saying. Like a. I'd like, like to see them bring humanity back a little bit you know yeah like we're so far down like even even stormcaster like they're they're almost mindless after their fourth oh, yeah. reforge right I yeah want, exactly like, we're bringing back humanity like yeah some enlightenment we're establishing some... society and it's not just these five cities it's we're bringing light back to the lands yeah yeah that yeah that's a better way of saying it like i, I want to see that spark that like I would like to see that, just so that there's there's a little bit of a good guy-y thing in there, in in the mythical sense, and you know, classic mythology, you know, the good guys, you know, they were flawed, and but that's fine. But I, I would still like to see that like sort of classical hero uh, heroism show up, because like daughter, because that actually sets them up for when they do dark elves to go weirder still, if they do something like that, right? Um, they can be enigmatic and 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 dynamic and weird. Uh, and they've got to be different from Marathi as well. So, like, you got to have the sides of the spectrum so that when you release uh, the Dark Elves down the line, that you ha- you leave yourself wiggle room between the spectrum of, like, Marathi on one side and, uh, you know, the High Elves on the... This, these new High Elves on the other side. So that's just a, a little food for thought, I suppose. Uh, any final points you want to leave with our, our, our listeners any any wrap uh, we're a little bit we're, we're wrapping up here any any final lasting thought you want to leave with I guess people? why just while we were talking about uh light elves speculation dark elves speculation um you got any opinions on these kernothi going on in underworlds and what we do we do we think kernoth's coming back do we think that silverneth are getting anything or are they is that just in in five tease? years yeah. maybe way down the line i don't think it's on like the you know if you think of it like the way marvel movies have the like phase one phase two phase three um like i kind of consider like i consider aos 2.0 like the culmination of, of phase one like we have executed phase one and now we're in like kind of phase two of bringing everybody up up to speed and getting all the tomes out and having kind of this flood of releases um like i don't think that's phase two territory um Kurnothi. Mm-hmm. Like it's not phase two, like it maybe three or four, but that that puts you out like five years or so. Like I don't, 
I think uh, that that Shadespire two or what Underworld gives them a kind of a platform to test, for lack of a better term, yeah, test something like to put these models that someone designed and has a concept for an army, and they put it out to see how people take to it, and then develop it over the next five, however many years it takes to fetch out a whole army. I mean, like you look at direct, the the War Queen, right? She came out, or that Warband was the first one, right? Yes. I think. And the Dark Oath so, War yeah. Queen. Yeah, yeah. So, Why we haven't seen... We get excited enough about those Grot Scuttlings from Silver Tower. You did. You bought a lot of them. I did buy a lot. (laughs) And now I gave them all to Alice Gonzalez. So now he has a lot of those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the thing is like, um, it it's possible that Warcry and 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 Beast Gray or Shadespire are their own things though. Like I know that's a fucking crazy take. Nobody wants to to consider. But it's it's possible that some of that stuff just kind of does live there, and it doesn't. It doesn't fully jump over. It gives the model company an excuse to release new models that you can infuse into your lists and stuff as good conversion pieces. Uh, you know, I use shade. I have Shadespire skeletons in my uh, uh, in my blocks yeah. of forty skeletons as just points of visual interest. I'm actually, I actually have my uh, my Goshrak is is coming. Uh, Sam and I, uh, Sylvaneth friend, he went in on on it with me, and so he's going to be. Those are coming. That that's coming my way, and I get to actually run him in Beast of Chaos. So my my next iteration of Beast of Chaos runs him, uh, and his his retinue or whatever. Um, but like, they already exist in Age of Sigmar, unlike Karnathi. So that's not, I guess, the best gauge. I would be I would be shocked if if they don't have an army at some point. I feel really? like for something like that, it's it's like a gateway, right? Like they, you want to sell those kind of games appeal to outsiders are people who don't play fantasy games they like games like magic or i've never played it so i don't really know what to reference it to but they it's like a one-off game that you can pick up and get sold on the idea of the hobby and if if you're doing that and this there's nowhere to go with that warband you've just soured the taste for someone and they're never coming to the hobby so i would be shocked if they don't work in more of it especially if it is something that's popular but i think it's down the line i don't think it's i don't think it's like oh we'll see it in the summer yeah i i feel like they've got they've got a a pretty robust release schedule already i they've got they got to have their yearly corn and stormcast yeah i mean i we we said that high elves are next i wouldn't be surprised if a new chamber is open before high elves come out I haven't. He said, "Wait, right? We're gonna hold your perfect elves for when we need them, and he's gonna open another chamber, and then Tyrion's gonna be like, you're a fucking idiot. We're going." And <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we might see another chamber. That that's pretty logical. Um, I, I guess have Stormcast sales cooled. Have we well, got gotten... released a new one today at PAX in Australia? If how I've been like I said, internet blackout the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, have they? Man, see that that's like I'd I'd have to like check the check the numbers. Uh, I don't feel like Stormcast hype is like receded enough to release a new chamber. Maybe it has. Well, it didn't when they did the last two, right? Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like uh, like again, I'm fine with them releasing doing their yearly Stormcast stuff. I almost don't even care at this point. But I I feel like we can really more than ever cool off on that because people don't need. 
I, I don't I think the community's moved past having that like vanilla army to get into the game with because there's so many other avenues to get into the game now. Because Warcry, Shadespire, um like people are jumping in on cities. Cities is a great way to get get into the game from wherever you're at, you know, like finding some old models on the shelf that you, you started to collect and now you can start fielding a full cities army. There's a lot of jump off points. Uh, into Age of Sigmar right now. I don't think it's it's just on Stormcast to sell it anymore. And so maybe we don't see an open chamber. Maybe we do get our our logic elves sooner rather than later. They've got to come up during the Slanesh arc, right? Like they've got to. If they yeah. don't, it's 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 kind of a missed opportunity. But I do think you you peripherally have chaos floating, like the new chaos thing, because we've gotten you know Nagash's take on. You know, uh, Stormcast, you know, with his bone cast, like, oh, you know, I, I can't have the elite choices souls. I'm just going to stuff six souls into this fucking container. Let's go. And then I'm going to have it with a mockery grin. Where's the Varen guy guard, super elite chaos, you know, super corrupted warrior who's like a fucking suit of armor with all the evil shoved inside of it? Like that weird out of nowhere army. I think something like that's down the line, too. Um, I think we get chaos later, though. I think yeah, they're gonna. No. I think they're gonna finish the big four before we see whatever the new AOSified Chaos Army is, because I do think you're gonna see the new, like, you know, Ideneth Deepkin equivalent of, you know, each ma major Grand Alliance is gonna get one of them, right? So we're gonna. I figure that Chaos kind of got that in the end time because so many of the things that we consider Chaos now. Like all the scryer stuff, like that was really out of place at end times. The same for like Black Kings and stuff that we consider super old models. They were all end time stuff, and that was like pushing it towards AOS. Yeah, and IJ is actually like those are all new sculpts too. Like you know that that's all new as well. So like the destruction kind of has their new stuff. Um, but yeah, like I keep going in over in my mind that we just don't have elves represented like in the way like you've got two proper ko or you've got two proper dwarf factions right you've got ko and you've got fire slayers those are both age of sigmar dwarves you know do we count daughters of cain because most most elf players like daughters of cain are daughters of cain and also those are old sculpts too right well, i think that i think it's more like elf elf players are very divided it's like it's not saying elves is a very broad statement it's like saying humans right sure. like there's it's you have your preference in humans right like whether yeah. it's empire players or... aren't satisfied because you know there's a chaos war band with the barbarians in it exactly and like a high elf and a dark elf they're as different as different gets so to say oh hi uh, people who like high elves you should be happy you got daughters and deepkin two things that go against everything that you likely love about your army these soul eating fish people and these blood drinking crazy women that <laughs> like that's so i think that that half of the elf side is so missing but i think it almost feels like it's gw's way of like high elves are so everywhere and then they don't want to be the everywhere they want to be the trademark so tell they can do something completely different i we're not i don't think Hoping that we're getting swordmasters and stuff like that, it's never going to happen. You know, like yeah. we're never going to get a, a high elf. It's going to be something completely new. Well, no, it's got to be trademarks, right? It's the soul right? of the high elf. So yeah, like it's it's got to be 
you know, this is the same thing, like, why we we didn't necessarily get to see a, a new Tomb King's army. Is like, it's got to be distinctly a Games Workshop, you know, version of whatever it is that, that degrees removed from traditional, like, Lord of the Rings fantasy, right? Like, because High Elves are High Elves, you know, in, in everything, right? Like, a High Elf is a High Elf is a High Elf across all the IPs, but you need that, like... Okay, here's a thing that a High Elf player will recognize as High Elf, but here's our full take in the weird direction we can go with it to... Like, a perfect example is Dwarves, right? Like, they, dwarves, are, dwarves are traditional fantasy, right? Like, a, a Dwarden, as we now know it, and they made crazy metal tattoo dudes and crazy boat pirate dwarves. So it's like, you appeal to your Slayer fans and you appeal to your kind of steampunky fans and like if you like dwarves you probably like one of the two i, I or maybe not i don't know some of them don't yeah I don't some know some yeah kyle well kyle he doesn't like either of them because they're not the real dwarf right he doesn't even like gotrek who is a real dwarf because he's not wearing a shirt <laughs> but but like you're ne we're never gonna get real dwarves, real dwarves right? yeah 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 so I, I, I think it's, it's like expecting that you're always going to be disappointed you're never going to get a, a armored dwarf carrying a shield again if you want that you have that model probably not going to be around for too much longer i mean it's in this book but this yeah. is the only book it's going to be in you know so yeah. yeah yeah i mean and that that goes to like mitigating your expectations right like Mm -hmm. people need to, to mitigate their expectations with with this game um and i'm not saying like you can't expect good things from games workshop or even hold them accountable down the line where you're like you know there, there's some rules and stuff that the community is not happy with you know take to twitter they're accessible that's they had their rules team out at the most out at a, re, uh, a recent gt right like the rules team was going about and like watching people play the game on it to to get that real feedback that's a good thing, by all means. But you got to temper your personal expectations because you don't just want to be disappointed the entire time you're playing this game. And yes, yeah. go ahead. And I think the most important thing with that too is like you can't expect, and I I I don't think that either of us are guilty of this. Like you can't expect that the models that we have behind us are the models we're going to play, right? Like you can't think, oh, I have this two thousand point high elf army. I want to play it for the next 85 years. You have to know that it's a business. It's not it's not a personal company that writes rules for you so you can buy one thing and then not support their business. Like you're going to have to reinvest in new things like it, so understanding that and knowing that it's going to be a different thing but well, if and, you can't accept the change, you're not going to be happy. But I I think they I mean with the exception of, of specifically Tomb Kings, because I really think the expectations were mismanaged with, with Bone Reapers. Um, it, with the exception of that, I think they've done a pretty good job of extending all of branches to um, players that still have their expectations of being able to maintain the, the old thing. And that's what say Age of Sigmar, maybe more than a Band-Aid, it's an olive branch, right? It's here, play your old stuff a little bit longer, right? Play with your old stuff a little bit longer with the the newer take on rules, unmodified sixes. You know the the newer language. Uh, you play really well with endless spells. You know that's a new concept. Like play your old stuff a little bit longer, but like please keep in mind we just reaped 
You know, we had the culling. We just reaped a bunch of old models. They're not going to be around forever, so you need to have an exit strategy, right? Like, you got to have an eye toward the future with whatever army you're building, kind of at all times. Um, that's it. That That's where, like, I think, you know, putting your personality on your army is such a big, important part of, like, staying... Uh, engaged with the with the game and and with your army and whatever you end up on is is as long as you're always kind of finding ways to like put your self identity and your how you identify into your army uh whatever there's always going to be a death faction right like i'm always going to get to play death in some form even if nagash is is on the shelf for the next 10 years uh you know i'll like sarah mclaughlin will start playing in the background i'll like look over at him i will remember you like and i'll just be sad and stuff but like i'm still gonna play death Right, like I will always have those those memories for like the year I got into Age of Sigmar. Nagash was also the hot shit, and I made all these friends, and like that never goes away. You don't lose your good memories because the game changes. Like you don't lose the enjoyment that you had. Like it, it takes a it's pr something pretty egregious has to happen to retroactively go back in time and just snatch all of the happiness you had playing high elves for like 27 years something really fuck it and if that happened you maybe need to need to not play age of sigmar you need to find something else that makes you happy right like um but you know i've found that the community is an is a big part of like they keep me happy when there's other things i'm not happy about you know in you know i was I, GHB came out, I was just in, I was a wreck for like a one solid month trying to figure out what, where, where to take my army next, what to do with it. And, and like, that's not as bad as like the perennial high elf player or the, the tomb king player who got it way worse. Or even beast claw raiders. I look over at Joe and I'm just like, dude, another full calendar year of just losing with your army. Are you sure you can handle that? Like <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, like at some point I like I've forgotten what it feels like to win a game I'm like I'm not gonna stick with playing that army anymore um, but yeah like the community and 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 carving out those pieces and stuff but again you got to keep an eye to the future right you gotta understand and have a realistic ex expectation that the game is gonna change and it's gonna keep moving forward um, new sculpts are great you know we love getting new sculpts and you just you fucking hope that you you get the luck of the draw and some new sculpts come out that are your jam right uh idk great new sculpts not my jam i'm not a fish elf guy i'm you know i i think they look great objectively speaking uh same thing with glimpse gets i i compliment them constantly on my stream i think they look stunning I just... if anyone like in the chat or whatever hasn't painted any of those rocket trolls they are amazing to paint they're like yeah. one of the most fun things i've ever painted yeah there's a rocket troll giveaway <laughs> going on like don't don't even build an army just paint the trolls because <laughs> yeah. you'll be so happy just painting trolls yeah I, I like frank's take here i wish idk turned up the atlantis just a little bit more like the dark atlantis a little bit more could have been cool yeah and and that's and that's the thing is like like you can I, do that you can do that right you can if that's your spin and then like that becomes your identity like you love atlantis you're gonna find ways to inject that and infuse that into what other whatever future next army comes down the line that like doesn't quite nail the home run, but then you get to like shift it a little bit and you put, you inject your personality into it, your take your spin on it, which I think, and this is really going to come back to your point, Bryce, which I think is a misfire with cities. 
is in in letting you do a bunch of stuff they kind of scrubbed away a lot of the identity especially when they say no you're you're from Akshi now you're always from Akshi um i i'm kind of stunned they didn't do a build your own city style thing you know uh that would also have set them up pretty nicely to when they redo KO for KO's like uh, constitutions you know where you're kind of picking and choosing your your battle traits, they would have been able to be like, okay, these are the traits you always get for being a, a city's thing, and then like here's a choose your own list of battle traits, and like you actually got to go through and and sift through and kind of build your own thing, and then and therefore sculpt your own identity with the army, and I think that was a little bit of a misfire. Um, again, I'm not a city's player, uh, you know, none of these armies. Uh, I I guess I had the dark elf book, and I had a couple like cold one uh, boxes of cold one riders, and. Uh, I was really obsessed with uh, Malice Darkblade for a while. We all were. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I, it, it just... But, like, it was never, you know, my thing. And, and so I hope that people are 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 happy, at least in the stopgap, at least in the, the bandage or stint sense of the word, with this book. Because I do think it did something kind of important for the game uh, in that it's letting you have fun the way you love to play a little bit longer, but you got to manage your expectations. Yeah, no, I think I agree. Like I'm definitely finding good stuff. Like I had my Phoenix temple. Now I can have shooting and magic back in my high elf army, which is great. And that's something for me to look forward to. And the same, like uh, I talked to a lot of dark elf players and while uh, uh, they're not happy because a lot of units didn't get really good, like Hydras and Cryptuses and stuff like that, even the Cold One Knights are a bit bad, but they're still happy because, uh, you know, Wizards are good. So, like, they can go the spell uh, list. So there still is a Dark Elf list that's good, and there is a High Elf list that's good, and so you can make a competitive playable build. Yeah, you're going to be in that fat middle, right? Like, you get to... Instead of just being a total jobber, and, that, and I think that's a, 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 a really strong take away point from this is that um instead of being a pure jobber the way someone walked up to the table with their wanderers free guild uh high elves with the exception of like phoenix temple for like a hot moment there right um if so if you walk up to the table with one of those armies it's not a buy anymore at a tournament like it used to be someone showed up with dispossessed kyle rolled the hottest i have ever seen somebody roll in my life on his dispossessed army and i was playing a a a more like not an optimal build and i wasn't playing a list i was familiar with and i and i still beat him and it wasn't like i was just fucking playing lights out it was just like the rules were so inadequate for his army before and so, like, you've gotten some adequate rule, like that. If I play his version of Dispossessed in the cities, that Saint, we just Mulligan, we have a redo. He wins that game. So, like, it's not a buy. You're not a buy anymore with your old cities, cities army. You can w whatever it used to be. Uh, you, you you incorporate some new tech from the book, complement it with a couple of like your favorite models from somewhere else, and uh, you know you can go two and three, three and two pretty comfortably. I think. This is a really interesting question. How do you see cities expanding going forward? Three years from now, where do you see cities? <sighs> so I'll go first. Here, okay, first. all right, all right, yeah, go ahead. They're gone. Ooh, hot take. And I and I think they're gone, as in the world has expanded. I think 
moving out of the darkness into a more civilized world. And I think that it it'll it won't be these seven areas where humanity lives. I think it will have expanded out further because well, they're gonna order start, is winning. They're going to start filling in the canvas, and then order is winning, and then Archeon's like, fuck this shit, and he like, he puts on his WWE <laughs> championship belt again, and he like, grabs his cape and flings, that awesome cape, flings it over his shoulder, and he shows up with his new army. Yeah, well, I mean, um, we all know that Sigmar, the ultimate villain, right? Like, he is the bad guy. In the At end. the end of this, Stormcast oh, absolutely. are evil. Like, oh, yeah, there's absolutely. no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Nagash has been saying it for years, he's just no one's listening. <laughs> No, I mean, Storm Chaos Stormcast is going to be a thing. It's going to be how this all ends. I kind of hope not. I kind of hope not. I like that that they've kept Chaos kind of distinct. I want to see Chaos's take, like or mockery of Stormcast. I want to. I think that'd be cool. Um, but if I, for me to answer it now, I think they're also gone, but not exactly the way you say. I think they're going to build up the armies to be general and big to get everyone new rules and playing Age of Sigmar 2.0. But then I think they're going to start narrowing, they're going to go specific. So they're going to, everyone gets their big Legions of Nagash, uh, Gloomspite gets Warclan style book to bring everyone up. And then I think we're going to start seeing like a Hammerhall book uh, down the line. And it's not going to be like Hammerhall the book. It's going to be like, well, this is what the Hammerhall city faction like elite guard ended up being turned into yeah okay okay I, yeah yeah so i thought I, you meant like this no like, no we're okay. gonna and we're and you're just gonna get a, a single you know here's the hammer hall book now mm -hmm. and, and so i think it's gonna be gone but for that reason like you're gonna see it like it's gonna kind of focus in on like here's this city yeah yeah that's kind of what i'm saying to you like it, yeah it, it won't be this it will be something new for everything this this I hate using the term soup book because I feel like it, it's it's suggesting that it's just like bland and no, that's not what I mean. But this this form of all the stuff together, the legions of Nagash style, put all the stuff together book. I don't think this is the future model for Age of Sigmar going forward. It's nice. It's awesome. War clans. It's I think it's I think Age of Sigmar is like an awesome book. I think it's great what they did with Gloomspike gets to bring your to let you keep playing your Spider Fang. You know, like. I'm I'm o I'm all for all of that, but I think as it, it progresses, as we all get the new technology and we all get the new rules, they're going to start focusing it down again. But. How about you, Christian? Um, what I'd like to know from Andrew is that can Bryce add the numbers of this show to the numbers of his previous show to beat <laughs> Tristan? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, does yeah, I already beat him? Do I, I get half the numbers this. or like do <laughs> yeah, yeah. get all the numbers? Uh, we, we can do. You're gonna have to make co-host rules. You know? yeah. Oh yeah, I need new co-host rules. Well, and that see the the strange thing is what I, what I'm gonna okay here we go. I got it. So I'm gonna I have. I believe I come out of uh, Bryce's allies pool. He's only allowed 400 <laughs> points of Australian in his. Uh, yeah, show. 400 points of Australian. <laughs> oh man, no. See what I what I go ahead. You sound like you have something to say because I think no, I have I was a way just to solve. Okay. Just... <laughs> okay. No. No. I've I've got it. The what I'm gonna do is so we're gonna have uh so Tristan's gonna come on with you, Bryce, and we're gonna talk about the Escalation League. We're gonna do a follow up to the gaming on an island, uh thing or yeah, uh, staying connected over long distance because we have progressed that narrative from that that cast the pair of casts yeah. really is 
we've progressed that narrative as a community. And so, so I think we need to do a follow-up. And what we're going to do is we're going to take the aggregate difference between you with, with uh, Christian and you with, with, with Tristan, and we're going to figure out how many views you're worth as a oh, direct wow. comparison. Right? Okay, or or we could retarget. This is what I do for a living. We'll send a <laughs> message back to all of the people who view it and say, "Why did you view it, me or Tristan?" And we'll see that ninety-five percent chose me. Well, I'll I'll, run, I'll start running a poll from the day I announced the date for that episode. We'll start running a poll, and we'll just yeah. we'll, we'll crunch the numbers. Yeah. If you, when you put this up on YouTube, can you just make sure the screen grab is of uh, Odin? Because I think that'll get me. <laughs> that's that's my. You weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> no, could you could you actually send me a picture of Odin? Because I tend to do a Photoshop uh, for the thumbnail, and I'm going to Photoshop Odin on one of the on one of the like the models, whatever whatever image I grab from uh from the yep. internet to Photoshop <laughs> up. I'll, I'll put Odin front and center, so like super high res. Um, we'll get all the clicks. <laughs> Yeah. Although everyone will be disappointed because they tune in for Elf Talk, but it was just us uh, hobby shaming people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh well. Uh, oh man, that was a great question to end on. I think. Uh, any final statement before you shamelessly plug everything you want to shamelessly pu- plug? I would say the final statement that I have is look at this book if it disappointed you like it kind of did for us i guess i don't again don't speak for you but look at it from what you can do with it right don't don't think oh it's not slanesh this sucks because if you thought that from the beginning i think you were wildly mm. mistaken um but think of the hobby stuff you can do think of the literally thousands of possible combinations you can come up with and and just enjoy the experimentation with like there's still plenty of good we we were a little bit more down than I think we all thought we would have been. But That's, yeah, caught me a little still, off guard. There's still plenty of good to be had and fun to be had, and we all can play with the things we want to play with and things like that. So, all right, I'm right. still happy. <laughs> you're you're happy. You're you're just not as happy as you thought you would be, right? Like yeah, it's, it's, mm-hmm. you're still happy. Uh, you still bought the book, obviously. Like you, you st- twice. <laughs> <laughs> um christian lasting thought last oh no just the same as bryce really give it a go like you know my phoenix guard army like what did i i was getting mainly four and ones with before and now it's stronger so i don't think it's a bad army at all so yeah yeah yeah. like you could definitely do good stuff with cities and our shooting's back enjoy your shooting people we haven't shot for years enjoy not getting smacked like punched in the face after you hit them for a bit yeah yeah, shoot shoot them twice in the charge phase, all that stuff, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, you can't really gauge a book going forward off of like the filth book that came out, or you're gonna you're just gonna be disappointed. And I don't think either of you did that. You were, you were talking about people who might be like, oh, this is a new Slanesh, this is a Slanesh killer. If that was, if you're ever going into a release, I'm not thinking OBR is gonna be the Slanesh killer, or I I'm setting myself up to have really sad results and if i am slanash then i if i'm the new slanash then i'm just gonna you know rub everyone's face in it for one calendar year and tell them it's fine oh it's fine it's balanced it's fine um <laughs> but no yeah um you know temper temper expectations uh we're sorry we kind of got down on the book but it's by no means like a you know bad book right 
we have seen no, we, we have seen bad just, books. They're called KO. Um. <laughs> we just had a lot of expectations. I think KO two point was bad. Yeah. <laughs> KO one was broken as shit. So. <laughs> right. 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 Well, yeah. Initial uh, initial clown car. All right. Uh, shout outs, Christian. Who are you shouting out? Nah, I got no one to shout out. What? What? Wow. Shout out like Kyle or something. Then. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. pants. Ma- shout outs to the pants mafia. The it's the pants mafia. I don't know. Romeless gaming back in South Australia, who I'm usually part of. Yeah, as well. There you go. There you go, Christian. Yeah. Uh, thank you for shouting out. <laughs> Had to pull teeth there. Uh, Bryce, you got anyone you want to shout out? Uh, this is gonna be weird, but I'm shouting out uh, Tomb King Trist- Tristan because of what we've been able to do it truly is awesome and i wouldn't have been able to do it without him so i think there's great things to come in the future and anyone that's listening uh if you want to follow along in a hobby journey please please reach out to one of the two of us yeah there you go and uh, i'm gonna do shout outs to shout outs thank you both so much for joining me tonight uh chat thanks for thanks for coming on this journey good night everybody All right.